Oh, I want a mocha frappuccino. Can but I do you like have a, any Gouda? <laughs> can I get like a Gouda, like a layer of... of uh, I just want a, a... Gouda froth on top? Yeah, I just want a possible? froth Gouda layer froth? of Gouda. <laughs> Welcome to the Crooked Table Podcast. This is Rob. It's Freddie. On this episode, we're going to talk about some of the big summer releases that have hit theaters in the last month or so, uh, discuss our reactions to the DC Entertainment side of things with the Batman Superman and Suicide Squad trailers, as well as a review of Marvel's Ant-Man, while it's still relevant, which I guess is what, another day or two before everybody's talking about something else, Freddie? Yeah. And we're also going to catch you up in some of the uh, movies that we've been watching, um, and uh, I guess well, for me, TV shows because you don't watch them. Well, no, it's also summer. What TV shows have you even been watching now? It's Netflix. There's always TV shows. Oh, that's to true. Watch. Yeah, good, good point. What am I thinking? I'm, I'm in like I'm in the mindset of like 10, 15 years ago, where it was like, oh, nothing on NBC. Yeah. we uh, what was it? I think it's NBC who like back in the day was like, oh, if you haven't seen it, it's new to you. Yeah. When they would do reruns, I'm like, oh yeah, but it's not really. Well, Netflix is coming out with more and more original yeah. stuff, the stand-up or TV shows. I or saw movies. I saw that they had the uh, the Chris Tucker one. I wanted to check that out because you know we like. It's not really that good. It's not really that good. Yeah, Aww. It's, it's terrible. Yeah, I but, thought it was ter- in comparison. It's not. It's it's not really that funny. What is it? Just basically him yelling really the whole thing, like God damn! Uh, it's it's uh, you know when someone okay. You know, like in Family Guy, yeah, I that like you're like ah oh, ah, oh, like when they hurt oh, themselves it goes on and, they so do, long. and it goes on and it goes on for so long. It's kind of like that, <laughs> except it never comes back around to being funny again. Except it's yeah, except it's not funny. <laughs> oh man, that's just sad. Yeah, it's like he'll 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 go on and and do something, you know, act out a scene or whatever, uh-huh. and it's just like. At least for me, this is my opinion. It didn't right, come right. off as funny. Uh-huh. So, so curious to check it out. But if, if check, nothing, no, of course, if nothing else, out, if but... nothing else, than just to be like, oh, Chris Tucker, you were so famous in two thousand and one, and now you're kind of like just there, I guess. I mean, there were like a, a couple funny parts, and right? Stuff, but for the most part, I, it 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 wasn't for me. Okay. Yeah. Well, what what it was for you then? Not the Chris Tucker live special. Um. Uh, you know, as far as Netflix original stuff or whatever. What you were we supposed to be catching up on what we've been watching? So well, I wasn't sure we were doing Netflix. Oh, um, well, I mean, if we're doing Netflix, I mean, it's a movie uh, podcast, but we talk about TV I mean, sometimes you can too. pretty cool. much do anything Netflix, and you can't go wrong as long as it's not really stand up. Because uh, those are kind of hit and miss. Yeah, but um. Um, I like the Daredevil, of course. Well, yeah, but were you rewatching um, that already? Huh? Are you rewatching that again? I yeah, I, I rewatched. I watched that two times. Oh, uh, I've been, I've been, I've been um, testing with my like getting my wife ready for for watching that because I'm like, oh, maybe we could watch because she really likes really likes Full House, you know. Our age group, we grew up with that, so yeah. she, you know, that was like her show. She's like, oh, Full House. 
and this has like a special place in her heart as far as nostalgia and obviously Netflix has Fuller House like the updated version of that coming on soon mm-hmm. so I was like alright well I'll watch that with you but you're gonna have to give me some Daredevil time so Didn't, aren't they doing that with something else they're bringing they're doing like a sequel or some some of, of something or there's doing there's a bunch of stuff there's okay they're bringing Heroes back they're bringing, yeah, no, they're bringing that's Heroes not Netflix back. but NBC's bringing Heroes back Fox is bringing X-Files back. Um, I think, what is it? I don't even remember. ABC or CBS is bringing Coach back. I don't even know if you even remember that show because you were I heard of not, it, but I, haven't, yeah. I hadn't watched it. Right. Uh, but um, there's a movie on Netflix that they are doing like a sequel to. And Are you sure it's not the Joe Dirt one? Is no. that what you're thinking? Because no. that's on Crackle. No, I wouldn't do that. That was like the... Well, I don't know. Well, that well, that actually is as ridiculous as it is. That Joe Dirt sequel is sort of groundbreaking in that it is like the first digital release for a sequel to a theatrical movie. Yeah. So that's kind of a big deal with the changing time and all that. Plus, I mean, let's break it down. Nobody, No studio wanted to put money for a Joe Dirt sequel. So they're just like... Crackle's like, we have some money. And David Spade's like, sold! <laughs> well, I... As far as... Um, I. And you can't go wrong with anything. I've heard House of Cards is good, but I haven't seen that. Right. Um, Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, that was nominated for a bunch really of Emmys. Good. Actually, since we're talking TV, we should probably touch bases on that. That was nominated for a bunch of Emmys recently that just came out. I watched it when it first came out on Netflix um, because I heard that it was really good. And I heard right. uh, um, that everyone in the show was, had, you know, had honor, you know, very memorable acting you know, right uh scene so uh i i watched it and it was really really good well, i can't wait for the second sequel it was created by tina fey right that was yeah and i heard it's very 30 rock in tone and i was a big fan of 30 rock so it's sort of that same like absurdist kind of humor sort of satirical mm-hmm. but like over the top to the, to the point where you're like what the fuck is going on in this show yeah almost crouching tiger oh tiger. yeah that's the one thank you that's and I, I knew about that too. It, it wasn't coming to my head. It wasn't coming to mind because I've yeah, written about that. That's the one that I. That's the one that I read about. Okay. Okay. So. So yeah, they're doing that. They they started out doing TV shows. Now they're doing movies, and they're they're yeah. Well, they're picking up stuff. I hope, which is some that's going to be our encore segment. There, um, there's something oh, that something? I. The, well, there's something that I. That's a show that's on there that I hope they pick up, for a second or a third season. Okay. So, because they got canceled, and it's really, really funny, so. Wait, it got canceled. Is it a network show, or is it a Netflix show, originally? It's a network show. That now has got canceled, yes. and now you're and like, that's man, what I'm pick saying. it they up. Hope they pick it up, yeah. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, so. Um, um, they, they also they put like the thing swoop, on. They like to swoop in and do that, Take so. Natero or something like that. The Tegan, what? There's this show that just came out on Netflix called Tig Nudatero or something uh-huh. like that. And uh, it's supposed to be funny, I, I think. Interesting. And um, just a whole bunch of stuff. BoJack Horseman, I heard I've that was pretty good. Hearing, I've been seeing a lot about that, actually, lately um, on Facebook. Seeing all these people talking about it. and then you know, I think Danger 5 is is uh, Netflix, too. Okay. It's like an Australian type of uh, show. And uh, and and it's, it's kind of like, you know, kind of like, you know, Star Trek. Okay. Like old, old Star Trek, like those is it, old is it TV serious shows. Is or is it campy? Is it like it's Galaxy? Oh, so it's like Galaxy Quest, sort of, uh, sort of like a parody, a yeah. little bit. 
Yeah, but it, they don't treat it like it's a parody, right. almost. But it, well, it's... those are the best. Those are the best campy productions, isn't it? They treat it dead serious, but you're like, what the hell? Is they this? had like zombie. Uh, I mean, not zombies. Uh, they had dinosaur Nazis or something like oh, that. Oh, nice! They... I still have to watch Dead Snow and the second one, yeah. which is the zombie Nazis. Yeah, it's uh, dinosaur Nazis, and they had like. Um, guns on their back and everything, nice. and they're like, you know, so that, that's one of the things. That's, oh man, maybe it's kind of like that YouTube thing. I wonder if um, I think it's David Sandberg, the, the Kung Fury guy. I wonder if he can get yeah. Netflix to put money for that. Be like, hey, I don't know. Well, Netflix, da- the make, Danger Five make is that pretty a, close. A feature or a web series on Netflix or something. You can totally do those like ten to like, minutes. Segments. What is it like? I think they're in their third season now. Oh wow! So. I mean, the seasons aren't long. They're only like ten episodes a season. But well, I mean, overseas, like in in you know the UK, they most of their shows are like ten, thirteen episode batches, and then sometimes only you have a couple of them, and then that's it. They just end it. They yeah. don't they don't do this whole ten seasons, twenty something episodes each to the point where you're like, Ugh, just go stop being on, just go off the air already. Nobody wants to watch you. You know. Yeah. I was reading something and and saying like how. Uh, they were saying how um, popular Netflix is overseas, too. Oh, I bet. Like yeah. in uh, China or Japan or something like that. They said it's huge over there. Wow. And so <laughs> they're saying like, oh, this, uh, the person was saying that, you know, they say normally foreign people don't like American humor and everything. Right. But they're really going overseas for our stuff. About. It's probably not China because they have a lot of like they're still communists, so they have a lot of censorship yeah. I think it issues. was Japan. It probably is Japan. I think it was Japan. Interesting. But okay, huh? Yeah, maybe it's because it's their shorter seasons or something. Or... Yeah. Well, I mean, I I'm a big proponent of the like 10, 13 episode seasons because then like for example with Daredevil, every episode is essential. There's no filler. And they they always leave you wanting more, and everything is much more tight and compact. I mean that see that episode that that series, every episode something huge and impactful that totally changed the direction of the story was happening. Yeah. Not like a lot of you know network shows where you're just like okay that I could have skipped this one and nothing really substantive happened except for oh it's like thirty seconds at the very end of the episode. It's like by the way here's a plot point that actually matters. You're like well you could have squeezed that into somewhere else. You didn't need a whole episode production value yeah, a lot of no it is uh, a lot of it's like going to high school it's right like, and that's it's just filler yeah you, you, yeah. Know, you get all this work that's busy work <laughs> and then you go to college which netflix is like the college of of uh television shows and the fact <laughs> that they don't mess they just give you this is what you need to know this is they lay it all on the table right. for you and then you do with it what you will right but then like network tv shows are like the high school well, and that's version. why a lot of times I don't watch a lot of shows. That's why until towards until almost the end of the season, I didn't really get into Gotham because I'm like, okay, it's just gonna be twenty something episodes of that dragging out forever, and we're not even gonna see Batman. So it's like you're just showing me lesser versions of all the characters that I already love from other things. Why wouldn't I just go watch those other things again? Yeah, well, yeah, I, well, there's, they're not all bad. Like Walking Dead, they with Walking Dead, it's not like oh something has to happen. That that's you know it'll be like a some sort of conclusion at the end right. of the episode. It might be maybe a conclusion within the character if they do flashbacks or something. Well, I've lost it a lot of that type of thing. Um, 
but uh, it you know it won't do like this storyline has to end right. because it never ends of course because well, yeah, the whole the whole show is one big storyline until it gets canceled then I'm like alright shit we gotta end it now but I was talking with uh, a friend that what, that reads the comic books and he said they only went up to like 70 like comic book number 70 uh-huh. they're like in the 70 right now and they're way into like the 120s 130s well they have the... he said they could do another four or five seasons probably off oh. of the material that they have left and i'm sure that they're planning on doing that exact exact thing yeah well plus they have the spinoff that's starting fall i think fear of the walking dead which by the way you want to do a spinoff of Walking Dead? That's fine and whatever. I get it. It's a hit show, but can you give it a better title? Just like just throw fear in the front. Fuck it. It's the same I, thing. I People don't. Get I it. don't. I don't like. I didn't like when I heard about the spinoff because I feel like it would take a lot of the originality of the Walking Dead. I don't even hundred percent. I don't. You I, know, I don't watch the original show, so I'm not even hundred percent sure what the premise is of the new one and how they're planning on differentiating it from the parent show. But I mean, I'm sure well, it'll get a, a lot of viewers. There's a certain there's a certain bit of artistry, and and um, to The Walking Dead, like it it, it just flows nicely sometimes. And right. The cinematography is genius, and and uh, you know the makeup is is incredible. And I feel like when you add another spinoff into the mix, it's gonna Dilute, down, dilute it it's going to dilute bit. it a little bit yeah. more or it's not it's going to make the walking dead not seem as special it's bad enough that there's like shows like i zombie and stuff that want to be like the walking well, dead well i zombies kind of. that, i mean it's a zombie theme but it's a, it's, it's, a it's basically theme. like veronica mars with a zombie because the same guy that did veronica it's mars it's the same it's the same storyline as warm bodies but they're taking it into a serialized with a, right version. well with a police drama like spin on it so i mean i guess it's it's also based on a comic book actually too yeah, I just feel like adding more spinoffs is just going to make Walking like, Dead less special. Yeah, and then it's not going to last as long, or or because you know, they're not going to have as many good ideas for the Walking Dead. Or and they're going to like, okay, say, yeah. this is a really good idea. Since this show's not doing that good, let's throw it into that show. You know, you know, because crossover episodes and shit. Because every once in a while, they'll have like a zombie that looks. In, you know, ingenious. You know, the just like the design, design yeah. the design of the zombie looks incredible, right. and and I feel like you won't get that as much because it'll be too shadowed by the other one. Yeah, maybe, we'll or see. they'll share the shadow, but it won't. You know, they won't have as big of a shadow. It won't be as unique, and that there's greater risk of AMC essentially saturating the market and getting to that point where where television viewers are like. All right, I, no more zombies. Enough of this shit. I'm tired of all of it. Yeah, and, that, and then Walking Dead starts. To... I mean, because at, at, at I mean, because at the point, The Walking Dead, it's is like as far as zombie shows go, The Walking Dead is still a monopoly. Well, I mean, they're, yeah, it's there still a monopoly because all the other zombie shows out there, they're not really. Well, how many Coming zombie shows that, are there? There's Eye Zombie like, and there's Walking Dead. There's, what else is there? There's like Z Nation, I think I saw. Oh, that's on Netflix too, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there's like there's like two or three other ones. But okay. but uh, the Walking Dead is still like in a monopoly in this sort because it's like the other ones don't really care as much. Not that many people watch them. And well, but by adding hmm. your own competition, it just 
it will make your product not seem It's as like if McDonald's good. has like McDonald's Junior, which sells basically the same stuff, but a little different right across the street. It's like, well, where are people going to go? One of them's going to suffer. Yeah, one of the half of your intel is going to go <laughs> over here. Half of them, you're not going to get more audience by creating, you know? Yeah. I just feel like that's a terrible move on their part. So, Although, by the same token, and this is actually a good bridge from The Walking Dead, because your boy from The Walking Dead is now going to join season two of Daredevil. As the Punisher, which, by the yes. way, what, what do you think of that casting? I think he, I think he, well, on The Walking Dead, he showed that he had, uh, he could do dramatic roles and he can he could play off things and be the tough guy. Right. And he he's a really good actor, so I'm. He looks I the think part that, too. He really I, does. Like yeah. he, he, I could totally see that. I think that he'd be a good uh, choice for the Punisher. Okay. So, okay. Cool. Was so, it David? John Barenthal. Oh, I wasn't you, even yeah, close. You were not at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Daredevil, David, David, Daredevil. No, that's not it. No, right. so John Barenthal is going to be joining. Uh, obviously, everybody knows by now. He's going to be joining Daredevil season two as the Punisher. So my point in bringing that up is, you know, you're worried about zombie shows sort of being saturated in the market. However, superhero shows doing just fine. We've got Arrow, Flash, but they're all different Gotham, kinds of stories. Eh, so. I guess Supergirl. And then now Daredevil, plus the other Marvel stuff on Netflix, plus Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter. And then we're getting uh, Legends of Tomorrow, which is the They're all Flash different, well, but they all have their own set. I mean, these are all... Except, these are all except Constantine. Super, Constantine these are all, did not do well. These are all superheroes that stories have been written through decades. Well, yeah. You know? Right. And, and this material. Walking Dead stuff there's only one comic book that's been produced over what two or three decades maybe i don't even know yeah i mean like two decades probably probably i would say at least the 90s yeah so each one has several decades on their side worth of material with their own um enemies with their own set of superpowers and skills and personalities that have been set through i mean the the creators and the writers have already done the hard work, or at least the outline, for the writers that are already going to be put into place now. Now you just so, have to take those story elements and bring them to screen without making them suck. Yeah, exactly. Essentially. So, I mean, when you have The Flash, you have... I mean, Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., I don't know if that's from a comic book or anything, but... There is there are there are comic book lines that are more focused on S.H.I.E.L.D. itself, but now it's going into Inhumans territory, and... Uh, season three is going to be a lot like Secret Warriors and them trying to compile all these, um, all these enhanced people and get them working for Shield and that kind of thing. So I mean, there there are comic book storylines that they're drawing inspiration from for sure. Yeah, but I think with uh, Jessica Jones coming up, and um, you know the Power Man coming up, Luke Cage, and uh, we haven't know, heard Iron much Fist on Iron Fist yet. Up. I think rumor is that they're having difficulty well, because that's the nailing last down one, in a. Though. Yeah, but rumor is that they're having difficulty nailing down an approach to that. So because I think that's probably the most mystical and like supernatural of all of it. It also right? requires. It would also require some sort of, uh, of, you know, um, CGI to it. Right. It's not so much stunt work. Well, there is stunt work, but a lot of it's you know his fists eventually are supposed to glow. Okay. When he when yeah, he but you can do that fists. easily on like, a TV um, budget. Yeah, on a TV budget, but Dare, you know, you saw Daredevil. They barely even used CGI. 
they might have used it once for some of twice. the eh, for and a few it shots might have even here been and there, like yeah, camera tricks much. that it might not yeah. even been CGI. Oh my god, I just want to watch that so, like hallway sequence again now that you were talking about Daredevil. So, um, and a lot of it would be the same thing like they did with Daredevil with like the the you know like the trick moves and everything right um, with the Iron Fist, but it, since it is mystical and but you know it might be a little harder to handle since mm-hmm. it's it's like. It's like it's not as much like Thor, but it's kind of like closer to strange that. territory. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, the way I see it, I think know. Avengers: Infinity War hits like what two thousand? I think eighteen. Yeah, well, that sounds have, about they have, right. They have plenty of because time to well, because you know that they're they're at least I would like to think that their plan is to put everybody from everything and put all of them in Infinity War, either part one or part two. So even if they're in it not very much, I, if I don't see Daredevil. Well, I would want to see Daredevil in Civil War, but if he's not in that, if, if he's not in that, if he's not at least in Infinity War somewhere, I'm, I'm going to be kind of pissed because I'm like, dude, it, you can't be like, you you can't Marvel can't go around being all about how it's all connected, and that's their promos for Agents of Shield are all about it's all connected. You can't do that and then have Thanos kind of threatening to destroy the whole universe essentially, yeah. and not have everybody being a part of it in some way, or shape, or form. Yeah. So I mean, I would like to. I hope to think that that's their ultimate plan is for everything to come even together. Even if they have him, like as far as Civil War goes, even if they had Daredevil in like the background or something, or like watching something, watch, on, watching something on like TV, a scene Tony Stark, or, or, yeah, or anything. A, a, watching a scene. So, so we'd be like, oh my god, it is connected. Yeah, it could be like yeah. a, a, some connection. And, you know, um, he, the guy that plays Daredevil. Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. Yeah. He has no problem playing. I read something. He like, loves he, this character. He yeah. loves the character. He said he'll play him until he's like 90 or until they'll let me play him. I don't think he could do the he's fight gonna be like, 90, he's like, yeah. Yeah, he's like Hugh Jackman. He'll <laughs> play him for as long as he wants, as long as they'll let you play. Right, right. And that's the kind of actor you want. Exactly. Well, <laughs> you that's want like a Robert Downey Jr. That's, that's like, Robert Downey Jr., he just like, you could tell when he goes in front of like crowds at conventions and shit, he just gets off on that attention. They're all like, we love you, Robert. And he's like, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> that kind of thing. That's why Edward Norton was replaced with Mark Ruffalo. Edward Norton's not a team player. He wants yeah. to do things the way he wants to do things. Mark Ruffalo's like, dude, just give me the script. I'll show up. I'll do the best I can. And, you know, it's all for the fans, that kind of thing. That's yeah. the spirit you need for something like this, for these multi-film contracts. Yeah. But we're kind of going off on a Marvel tangent before it's... We're not even at the Ant-Man review yet. We'll get to that. Um, well, should we do the Ant-Man review first? Since well, we're since, on Marvel, since we're already on it? should we go to Terminator? Well, I was going to do some more catch-up stuff and then have Ant-Man sort of be our main event. So it's, it is technically the most relevant. We're, we're recording this before, like, Pixels or Southpaw, any of those other movies come out that weekend or this coming weekend. So, um, yeah, we'll save Ant-Man for the main event. So, okay. Other thing, so that's what we've been watching TV wise. I haven't really been watching any TV, so um, that's, I've just been watching lots of movies. And you could read reviews on a bunch of stuff on CrookedTable.com. Um, so movie wise, what you, what have you been watching? Uh, movie wise, I've been watching um, some old stuff. I like. Like the original Terminator, I realized I hadn't. seen I watched it, it recently too. You well, never I, seen I, it I, ever? I, I no, I realized I never seen it. Oh, wow. I realized that I the Terminator sure. Two was the one that I first watched, which is a good one to start, of course. Well, it's the best one, but yeah, yeah, it's the best one. But I watched Terminator Two because I uh, or Terminator because I realized, oh, you know, Terminator Genesis coming up. Let me watch it. You know, uh, right. which I'm glad I did watch it because it tied into it a lot. Did you watch? Wait, you watched the first one before you saw Genesis? 
I or watched the first one before. I saw oh, Genesis. good. So did, did, it, was it on? It's on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay, so That's why I was able to see. It. Okay, um, I watched. Uh, I was gonna watch The Running Man with Arnold too. I watched that recently. Uh, like I actually tweeted about it like a couple months ago. I never. I haven't never seen it. Yeah. And I've seen most of his like big, you know, Predator and Commando and all that stuff. But Running Man is like the most obvious like blind spot on my Schwarzenegger, you know, filmography that yeah. I haven't seen yet. So I finally saw it on Netflix, like just like you, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna fucking watch that. And I was actually pretty good. It's you know not his best. But I can see why a lot of people like it. Yeah. It, it's got a fun idea saw, to it. I saw um, Twins. I saw... Yeah. yeah a we lot of like... A lot of wow, like, you and I have been watching a lot of the same movies totally independently. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of uh, older, older yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, I saw uh, Jurassic World, of course. Um, I saw Ant-Man. Yeah. Terminator. I'm going to go see Minions. I saw Inside Out. Right. Uh, yeah, we differed on Inside Out. You weren't you weren't all about it. I really loved it. So you were like, eh. yeah. It just I thought it would be a good like children's book idea, right? But didn't sustain. It, it didn't entertain. It didn't. Entertain I will give you this. Well I, I will give you this. I really like Inside Out because I'm I'm all about Pixar. Aside from the Cars movies, I'm not a big fan of as big a fan of those. Okay, I'm not a fan of those. Um, but Inside Out, even though as much as I love it, that Act Two does sort of like drag for a little bit. Where they're just like walking around, like, oh, look at this. Oh, look at this. I'm like, okay, what does this have to do with anything? It was good in like the first, the first ten minutes. Really, and that's it. And then you're like, I'm bored now. Yeah. Then once, you know, like uh, was the the person the sad, sadness. She started like she oh, touches stuff. I just wanted to just have a need to touch everything, and it's, uh, it's just like I was like, I need to shut up, sad. You know. And then they they go and they get sucked into the thing, and then it's a. They go, it sounds, you know, they go to the island. Hey, hey, that sounds sexy. And, You're like, like and, she gets sucked into the thing. Like, yeah, she does. I <laughs> know oh, it's a kids movie. Wait, sorry, sorry. Um. Oh, and and f- I think it was Inside Out. Uh, they showed in city in a uh, theater showed in, in Insidious Insidious Chapter Three instead. Chapter Three. Did you see that? Because I missed it. I thought it was the trailer, not the movie. No, I it think, was the trailer. Is it? And it terrified. People, little kids were fucked up. Yeah, it wouldn't show the movie because the movie hasn't even That's happened yet. before where, like, it starts running and people don't realize until everybody goes No, it was the trailer because Insidious okay, hasn't even come out yet. Okay. Um, it was the trailer and it terrified all the kids in Did the Did you theater. see it? I mean, I didn't see it in theaters, the movie, Insidious Chapter 3. It hasn't come out yet. Yeah, it did. It came out in the beginning of January or beginning of June. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hmm. Like oh yeah, it sinister did. or in, was it Insidious or Sinister? Sinister is not. No, it wasn't. It was Insidious. Maybe it was the movie Insidious. Okay. Because. Yeah, I think okay, I remember, I'm I confusing. You know, I'm confusing Paranormal Activity. With oh, okay, yes. Yeah. No, the next Paranormal, Paranormal Activity is have, coming up. What is it? The marked the, the Ghost uh, Dimension or some shit like ghost that. Dimension, the next yes. one. They're supposed to be Which the last looks really one. Good, it's supposed to be the. I haven't seen the trailer. It's supposed it to be the last one now. See it because it's it's a really good. I've only seen the first two. I worry that it, I'm not going to know what's going on. It, no, you'll know what's going on. Well, because they're trying to develop the mythology a little bit in the last couple. Well, they've like, done a terrible job. Well, that's sort of what I've seen from what I've read about it. <laughs> they they they've hinted at like a demon and a covenant and all this stuff, but really. It hasn't really uh, showed that much. There's right. like, which one did you stop at? Three? I saw one and two. And I, you told did me you I see sh- the one with the bloody, the third one no. you should see. Yeah, you because told me the third the one, one was the good. Two girls. That's the flashback one with Katie and 
what is it, whatever her name is. And then the they one. do the the Bloody Mary and, and the, the mirror and, the and everything. Yeah, and that goes into the they show that in the Ghost Dimension movie a little bit. Okay, and then there's a little bit about demons and covenant that they they kind of go to, but you have to see the tra- after probably after this you should okay. see it. It's like two three minutes long. But it, it looks scary, and it looks so much... It looks better than the first one, to be honest. Wow. I thought the first one was good, but I don't think it was good enough to be like, this is the best movie, more of these! I'm like, it's really, not, why? It's not... They're okay. It's I not mean, Insidious eh. level. It's not well, Nightmare on Elm Street so, level. So, since, since you got Insidious confused with Paranormal Activity, did you see Insidious Chapter 3? Yeah, yeah, I did. I just forgot. Did, did you like it, or was it like, whatever? I liked it. You didn't I liked li- it. It was a step down for you, it sounds like? No, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty good. It just the reason I didn't, I, I, it was so long ago that I saw it. Right, you, know? you probably saw it opening weekend. I yeah. I and, I was going and something else. I had something else going on, so I didn't. I didn't have the the kid and the and the parents in it. Yeah. So it's a new. Well, it's, it takes. So I I took it away from it, even though I had the old old lady in it still. Yeah. I, I just I didn't think about it right away. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's a, it. I liked it a lot, and I, I want to see it. it together. I want to see it, and it's on my list of things to check out at some point. But at this point, it'll probably be Redbox or Netflix or something. Probably because my issue with that is that I was so invested in the story that was happening in those first two with that family, and I really like Patrick Wilson, and I really like Rose Byrne, and that whole storyline. And I sort of don't really want to watch a prequel to that story. I'd rather see that continue on. And well, the fact it that explains... it's cha- the fact that it's chapter three. But it really should be chapter zero pisses me off. That's not... You're misrepresenting the film. Yeah. It explains a lot, though, about some of the stuff that happens in the first movie and the second movie. All right. I mean, Mainly like I the said, first movie with the the older lady and everything. It right. Shows why a why she of, knows so much about the further and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It explains a little bit about that. And and about um and it shows a little bit about the the woman or the you saw the second one right yeah I have the it. man that has the, that wears the dress and everything and spoilers you know well, <laughs> spoilers if we're in Sydney's statue too um and and yeah uh, the bride and, and that was the bride in black right that yeah, character yeah, yeah. so oh, I, I mean great they have, villains in those movies so they 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 go they go on that a little right bit, okay so. it, you'll I think you'll like it. I think you'll okay. still like it just because it it intertwines with it so well. Okay, but, I mean, um, I'm I'm curious to see it. I didn't. I just I, there's a lot of stuff going on in the summer. I was like, eh, I'll get to it when I get to it, and then other stuff like, oh, this this week, oh shit, and yeah. it sort of slipped down my list. So what'd you give Inside Out? Inside, I'm gonna you're gonna disagree with me a lot. Well, I give it four and a half out of five. Four and a half out of five. I give it three. Okay, well. I feel like three is generous. But three, I give it a three only because of the concept. Okay. But not because of the the uh, the way it was carried out. Right, not the the idea is not the execution essentially. Execution. That's okay. the word. Okay. Yes. All right. So um, I actually thought it was their best one since Toy Story three because I was like Cars two. I watched like half of it. I was like, okay, this is shitty. And then. Monsters University and Brave was good, but not amazing for me. But yeah, so actually, okay, so you were given that three. I actually gave three to Terminator Genesis. So transition Switch. right there. You didn't you didn't like Terminator that uh, much? What did you not like about Terminator? spoilers for Terminator Genesis? Um, I really liked the first half or so, 
until that big plot twist. That, by the way, I don't know if you saw the trailers. They totally gave away that whole big plot twist. Yeah. With John did. Connor, and I'm like, so I was basically watching the movie, waiting for that to happen. It wasn't a surprise well, to me at all. But you don't know exactly. You know he was a a, a robot. Yeah, I did. Or, it's in the trailer. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They ruined the whole movie. First of all, and then secondly, they never explain exactly how that happened, why that happened. It never makes sense to me. So that whole John Connor thing, for me, that, well, none of that all, works. This is all future technology, so how yeah, can I know, it make but why sense would he do, to you? No, I know, but I'm talking from a character standpoint. It's like, well, how did we get, wait, how did we get from John Connor sending Kyle Reese back in time to save his mother to John Connor, oh, I'm here to, we need to sort of survive. It's what you taught me. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, that, you can't just jump from there to there. You need to give me some more explanation as to how that total 180 happened from the hero of the human race to now is like we're fucked let's just well, go along with it i'm like okay. no 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 that's not well, how that well because works. everyone pictured him as this figure this god right and he recessed him he's like well what are you going to do after and he's like i i really don't know what to do uh, oh yeah beer will be uh will be will be good and he said right. that's a good start he doesn't know what to do after the war has ended Meaning, well, then maybe they should have like meaning, elaborated on that well, more in the why, movie. Why do they have to point everything out for yeah, you? Yeah, and that's not that. It's just like we're speculating on a story that they they never told, basically. Well, you if it's, it's a not complicated smart, story, it's not though, that smart a movie to be able to be like they'll get this. It's not like Inception. I mean, well, they added the scene that he's like, I don't know what to well, do. Well, now that you say that, it actually there is something there, but they didn't develop it enough. Then I guess is my I, point. I guess. And then the other thing with terrible at reading context clues. (laughs) No, and then and then the other thing with Skynet basically being like embodied by Matt Smith from Doctor Who. There, Uh, that the guy that's like the creepy guy that was like the bad guy toward by the end. There's too many villains, first of all, in it, and none of them is really developed or explained at all. Three bad guys. There was the T1000, which was cool, but he was sort of guys. Huh? Three bad guys. Yeah, three bad guys. None of which makes sense to me. All take okay the the Matt the Smith whole, stuff with Skynet being a, a human being form or whatever that was, crap. John Connor that whole twist wait, what with was him. The first one, the Matt Smith, the yeah. uh, that thing, crap. The John Connor twist with him being a, a, a robot, I guess, didn't make any sense to me. And then the T one thousand was underused. So all the villain stuff didn't like any of it. Uh, Jai Courtney, the guy that plays Kyle Reese, really can't act. And really miscast as Kyle Reese does not look or resemble or call to mind anything related to Michael Bean from the first film. Yeah. So that was a bad casting choice. I thought Amelia Amelia Clark was really good as Sarah Connor, actually. Yeah. I thought she totally nailed it. And I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I'm not super familiar with her on that. But I've watched clips of it, and I know that she doesn't look or sound like that at all. And they t- really made her look like Sarah Connor. And, like when she shows up and she shoots a team 1000 and she's like, come with me if you want to live. And she's like, now soldier. I was like, oh my God, that sounds like Sarah Connor. That's exactly how yeah. she would say that. And that's her thing. You know, she, she uses that, like the term soldier and that kind of thing. It's like, it's Sarah Connor's personality pretty much intact from those other movies. She, and I say in the review, I mean, she doesn't exactly take that character and make it her own. She's sort of there to be, in, in a way, sort of an impersonation of Linda Hamilton's version of it. But she does enough with it that I, that I buy it. I know I've read some reviews where they said that both of them are, like, not missing the mark. But I sort of disagree. I think Amelia Clark was fine in it. The whole, uh, the whole Arnold Schwarzenegger versus Arnold Schwarzenegger scene was awesome. The way they tied in the mythology and, re, and seeing, you know, the... Um, 
the story behind when Kyle Reese was sent back to 1984 and all that time travel stuff. That was all really good. The movie was going really strong for me from the beginning all the way until the John Connor reveal in 2017. And then it was that then it's I started to lose interest and it went downhill, even though there was still some good stuff there, considering that this robot version of their son has gone in time back in time to or forward in time or sideways in time who knows anymore to kill essentially his parents before he's born is really interesting and complicated and that dynamic was fun to play with but i don't think like like you're saying about inside out i don't think they executed the ideas that they were going for as much and i think they try and throw way too much in the film and it's sort of and it sort of doesn't really hang together. Well, that was the whole point of the film was that they're time hopping. That's the... right, and I and it was smart for them to be like, oh, we're gonna go to nineteen eighty four, but then shh, we're taking it back I to mean, essentially the if present you're, day. If you're looking for a, a clean cut, cookie cutter template of a of a script, I'm not looking be for like, that. This I'm is the protagonist. And this is the antagonist. Not looking for that. And this is Act One, Act Two, Act Three. I just want then a story that actually would makes say sense. That the antagonist would be Skynet because the whole thing, you, yeah, there's a T one thousand, but the T one thousand is like a soldier. That's the most minimal Skynet. issue of the villain issues I have. It's more with John Connor and the Skynet thing. Which the Skynet, I guess, would be that that guy who sits from Doctor Who. That's yeah, like he was one of the like the, the last Genesis one, guy. Before. Whatever yeah. the whatever, yeah. Which he he went back in time and created. I get John that with alternate movies. timelines and all this. Or put the robot inside. I guess him to yeah, begin okay. with. Okay. So, um, so he's know. like he's like the next. You know, there's the T one thousand. Then there's the next form of robot, which is a like nanotechnology sort of deal. Yeah. What was cool about John? Con- I will give the the effects were cool in it. And like I said, all the character stuff was awesome. The way they trapped the T-1000 in that scene where Arnold's holding him under the acid and his arms melting. That was all, like I said, that was first half. All good stuff. Um, when Sean Connor got shot and the Arnold pops, I guess, shows up and, and shoots him and it's like blood on the floor and then the blood is like flashes and the, nano, the nanobots or whatever that shit is sort of like reconstitutes itself. That was cool. So the visuals were cool. It's just the story needed a little work the second half for me. What was your beef with it? I don't even I'm, see your beef. I just destroyed your it beef. It didn't make sense at all. I was, I wouldn't, plus it doesn't, I don't know, it didn't feel right to me emotionally. Like, it didn't resonate. Like, I'm like, this doesn't add up. I'm watching it with a suspicious eye the whole second half. Like, uh, yeah, but wait, why? Well, I don't understand what's happening here. And not, not because I'm waiting for, a, like, a cookie cutter script. Just, I want one that is actually not shitty. I guess is what I'm asking for. And not that the whole thing's shitty. Like I said, the first half, they were like on to something. I was like, yeah, let's go with it. This is cool. He's like, uh, you know, old young Arnold showing up being like, I want your clothes on your motorcycle. And then the old one be like, you don't need any clothes. I've been waiting for you. That was all epic. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it's still probably the best Terminator movie, at least since... It might be... I might, it might give it a slight edge over Terminator 3 because I feel like Terminator 3 is a decent... Not spectacular, but a decent end to that trilogy. But, I mean, you know, it's definitely better than Salvation. Salvation was shit. That was, like, unwatchable, basically. Yeah. So, You okay. think it's better than Terminator? No, no. I think two is still the best. I think one is probably second. And then this is, like, a distant third, personally. I'd put this as second. Oh, they disagree. I would. I would. Just one is classic. Just because I couldn't find any plot holes in it. I thought well, I, I thought I thought as far as far as as the the timelines 
and the way everything was placed out on the table, mm-hmm. that there were no plot holes that I could see in 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 the the, the so, placement of the original Terminator, right? In the placement of um, you know everything that was happening. So if John goes back and kills his parents, is he still going to be born? I guess because. The, I, I'm, I'm like legitimately asking. I'm not even being like a dick about it. This, well, but they so haven't consummated it, yet, so right. They haven't had sex, so, so if you why, get them before, as long as you get them before you have have sex. Yeah, but he. That's why he asked. He's not going to be born. That's why he asked. Have you had sex yet? Or whatever he said is like, oh, did yeah. you tell him or something like that or whatever he said. To, yeah. I mean, he's basically saying like, did you do it? Am I going to be in there yet or whatever? Right. I mean, it wouldn't even matter because it would take nine months anyways. Right. <laughs> right. But um. But you know, as long as he goes back before they the baby's been born, he's won. Right. Yeah, but he's so he needs to go back and prevent himself from being born. And you can see what I'm saying. But his, he, but he, he prevents himself from being born. But that doesn't mean that his timeline stops. Right. Okay. So because he has because he's in league with the dude who if has he stops time hopping him, ability. If he stops sure, himself from being born, then he creates an alternate universe, oh, in okay. which he is born. But in the universe, but he he stops his own universe from from happening. I okay. guess you would say. So you get what I'm saying? Kind sort of? of, sort of. It's all murky. I mean, the thing is, with time travel, you can go, you can basically tear apart any of them. This uh, Back to the Future, because you end up in a like. But if they go back to change time, wouldn't they never have to go back to change time because it would have been changed? You know what I mean? You end up in that whole thing. I think it would just become an alternate universe and the fact that there would be a universe where he was never born and one where he was, but he would still exist because that previous universe still exists. I guess. All right, whatever. I don't know. Well, I'm sorry to break it to you that Terminator... Because because in every every decision you you have, like I could do... I can decide to go out today and kill somebody. For instance, and Please go don't. to jail. Please don't and do get that. The death We're not sentence. endorsing murder on this and, table podcast. <laughs> you know, you, that's an extreme example. But I have a I have a choice to go out and shoot somebody and go to jail and get the electric chair and or lethal injection or whatever. Uh-huh. And I have that choice. And then I have an alternate timeline where I don't do that and I just carry on with the rest of my life. You know what I mean? So there's a <laughs> all this snow style. So like, there's an alternate universe. I didn't do that, but I just went and lived the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's an alternate universe where you said yes, and there's an alternate universe where you might have said no. Right. So, and there's the one that you do pick, but then you, if you went back and you chose that that decision, you made yourself say it no. Veers on to a then path. it veers off into so a it's different like path. it's like a railroad where you know depending which way the lever yeah, is, you gotta go to left or right. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I guess. All so right, I guess anyway. if in, in in killing them, he so, would oh, create so sort of the like, fork to go. The so it is sort of like there. Back to the Future style, where he's like, "When we went back to 1985, old Biff got the book, and it created the timeline converged, creating an alternate 1985 yeah. or whatever that yeah, whole exactly. thing." Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay, because it was still going to happen, but he created something different, so he created an alternate timeline. 
I, I if you went by the first Back to the Future, it wouldn't be the case because he dis- he starts to disappear. Well, at the I end. mean, at a certain point, you have to sort of take the the approach of like Bruce Willis and Looper, where he's like, "Kid, it's just really complicated. Let's just let's go past it." <laughs> remember that part where he's yeah. like, "Well, how does this work?" He's like, "Just let's not, let's let's not even talk about it." Which is like the the writer being like, "Get off my back. It's all make believe. Fuck off." We're doing this out of five stars, so yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd give it a four. All right, all right. So we have a little bit of. Opposite opinions Opposite on Inside opinion. Out and Terminator. I went to okay. four and a half. I mean, I liked it, but don't get me wrong. I liked it. And because I'm biased to the franchise, I will probably still get it on DVD or Blu-ray when it's like you know cheaper and stuff. But it, but only because I like the franchise. If this was the first movie in the franchise, I'd be like, the fuck is this? You know? Mm-hmm. So, all right. There's a lot of good stuff in there, though. So if you're a hardcore Terminator fan, I would still recommend it to people. But... Unfortunately, it's not turning in the box office numbers that they were hoping for. So sequels, and then he, they had a plans for like a TV show that would have tied in, all kind of like up in the air right now. So I don't know yeah. if any of that's gonna happen, but we'll see. Huh. So anyway, so uh, you want to go to Ant Man now? Or is well, there, were there any other movie? You didn't see Trainwreck, so there's no point in talking about that. But I, I liked it a lot. You can find my review you wanna, on Crooked Table Podcast or CrookedTable.com. Um, what? Do I want to talk about it? Yeah, you could read. They could read it. Um, yeah, let's just. Do you want to do maybe some Superman, Batman, some DC stuff before we jump into our Marvel depth? Uh, well, we could talk about the trailer. You wanted to talk yeah, about Batman, the, Superman, and the Suicide Comic-Con Squad trailer? and stuff. Yeah, those two. Because those are the ones officially released. So. You can start on it then. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> at Comic Con, as everybody knows, uh, the Batman, Batman versus Superman, or excuse me, Batman v Superman. Dawn of Justice and the Suicide Squad trailers were released. And then shortly after, Warner Brothers was sort of reportedly, you know, uh, upset about the fact that the Suicide Squad trailer leaked. And they were like, I guess we have to release it online. Darn. But I get a little sense that Suicide, that uh, Warner Brothers was just like, you know, it was all, it was all probably a publicity stunt to build buzz for it. And it worked because... Suicide Squad, which mostly features characters that casual moviegoers are like, who the fuck is Deadshot? Who the fuck is Killer Croc? Enchantress. And people and like that. Um, has more views on YouTube than the Batman v Superman trailer, which I'm like, wow. Even I didn't see that coming. Well, I think it's just because they, everyone... Because the the, the Joker that was depicted in The yeah. Dark Knight was so great. So they wanted to see the Jared Leto... And how it would compare... Yeah. Yeah. And how it would compare to this new Joker. Plus, there was a huge picture that came out with him with his hands on really? his forehead. Oh, You've yeah. Seen that, that was, picture. Oh, my God. Everybody's seen that picture. He looked insane. The internet and exploded so when the, that came yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. With that, with they that were picture. They like, the fuck? Cap teeth and tattoos and damaged on his forehead? It was a very, it was like, a very extreme version of the Joker. The extreme it's the depiction one we're getting. of the it Joker. Looks like, it looked and pretty it looks, much like that. And it looks like the one that we're getting, yeah. Because there were some people being like, maybe that's not the way he's going to look in the movie. And that's just a promotional thing. I'm like, no, that's the way he's going to look in the movie. It, it looks, I, I like that. I think in a, in a picture, it looks kind of ridiculous. And you're like, the fuck are they doing? A lot of people were like, what is this, Marilyn Manson playing the Joker? So in the picture form, it looks ridiculous a little bit. However, in the context of the movie, it looks kind of badass and really creepy. And the way they do that, like, POV shot where he's like, really, really bad. You're like, whoa, the fuck? This looks creepy. Well, the comic book version of the Joker is more, I guess you would say, if if you want to call that a Marilyn Manson, Manson version, I would call it, it's kind of like that. Right. You know? 
because he, you know, he kills Robin. He yeah, there's a he like rapes I'll, I'll Batgirl at one point, and, and this must be some of Frank Miller's stuff. In, it sounds like Frank Miller. I think he rapes ideas. Batgirl, and then he like kills her really or extreme. something like that, or or yeah, I think he just rapes paralyzes her. her. He paralyzes he's Batgirl. Paralyzes? I think. Okay, she's well, in a wheelchair. He's, at one point. He's, have you, know, you read? Have you read? This the killing? is like darker, extreme right. stuff that Joker does. I think that's what since the the tone of the DC mo- movies are starting to go into more of like a dark direction. <sighs> yeah. Than the the tone of the Marvel movies, which I think that's why they're trying to do to differentiate themselves, make their 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 superheroes more hardcore and the villains more hardcore. Right. And do extremes about everything. All right. So I guess we're gonna hit because they have extreme superheroes. They want to have extreme right. villains. So having the crazy Joker. Right. I guess we're gonna hit sense. Suicide Squad first since we sort of went into that. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. have you read the Killing Joke? Um, the comic by Alan I know, Moore. I know, kind of what it's about. Yeah, it's uh, that's the image where he's like hands on his head and it says ha 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 in the yeah. background from the comic book. That was so Leto was was basically reenacting that pose, but that comic book they take a lot of inspiration for for that. So you should check that out. But also, um, what did you think about Jared Leto's Joker first off? Since that's the most prominent, you know, the, the most talked about element of the trailer. Well, yeah, you they think only had one little part with him. Well, I mean, based on what we Well, you know, they saved him for the money shot at the end. Yeah. You don't open with the Joker, especially, he's not going to be, he's not, he's not expected to be in it, like, throughout. I feel like we're going to get, like, very, like, ten, <laughs> let me just, ten let, minutes or less of him me, in the actual let me movie, just, probably. Let me just stop you right there. Why? You reminded me of the interview. You're like, you don't just... You just you don't just 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 do oh, a, oh my god, with the yeah. money shot. Oh my god, that's you put at the I end. Don't, I don't. Oh, close oh, up, all over their face. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I want to watch you that again me, now. Yeah, you remember um, the interview? You, you just stop it right before the money shot. You do it all over their face. <laughs> close up, both sides, all over their face. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's what, that's what you reminded me of. Sidebar. With the money shot Sidebar. With the Joker. I have mixed feelings on the interview as a movie, but uh, James Franco was fucking awesome in that movie. He makes that whole movie work. Yeah. That movie is like some of it works, some of it doesn't, but oh my god. I want, I like, I want I, more. I want more. Was it Dave Skylark, right? Yeah. I want more Dave Skylark. Just like, I just want him to randomly show up in movies and be like, so Iron Man, why, why are you in Captain America in the Civil War? Like, lean in. <laughs> like I just want him to randomly show up places. Yeah. Cause that was a great character. Well, but we, we I think, get I think that's one of those movies fine. that I can watch anytime. It's really. I think it, I I I think it's a classic movie. Like it's a classic comedic movie. That's a bold movie. claim. That's a. Bold it is claim. a bold claim. I would put it with Forty Year Old Virgin. Oh wow! I see. Now I don't. You know. You know. All, with Forty Year Old Virgin, you could watch that any, as many much, times yeah. as you want. Whenever it's a guilty pleasure, but it's, it's not awesome. a guilty pleasure. It's guilty a guilt, pleasure. No, guilty pleasure is one of those movies you can watch anytime. Nah, I don't. Uh, guilty that's, pleasure to me is a movie you're like, this kind of sucks, but I love it. Oh, well, okay. That's to me like like for me, million ways to die in the West is a guilty pleasure. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Like, I was gonna say I would not if you if you tell me like you have that. Well, you're like, that I was sucks, gonna add like, at yeah, the it end, it's a great comedic movie, but I guess that that. That's kind of like an oxymoron, saying that it's a guilty pleasure. Right. But it's a great script and so has do you a great feel like, comedic do you feel like performance. It's, do you feel like it's legitimately amazing movie, or do you feel like it's... I think it is not a necessarily. Well, I think no, it is do you feel like it? you feel like it's legitimately amazing and not yeah. and not just like, eh, it's okay, but I love it anyway. I think it's One really, really funny. Okay. It has a lot of like, you know, like uh, just uh, ooh, different... 
but same, same. But the same. Different. But again, you're quoting the James Franco character. He makes the film, man. Yeah, well, yeah. A lot of the quotables... Cause they ain't us. The, a lot of the quotable stuff is from is from James Franco oh, yeah. here, and then the part with the the the, the honey potting. Oh my god! The honey yeah. potting, and and uh, honey dick, she, a, and then the honey number. dick, yeah. and oh she's god. like, that "That's so what funny. I was doing the whole time." I mean, that's that's Seth Rogen with the honey pot. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, uh, back but, to Suicide Squad. But yes, you so you love the interview. Yeah, which is also a review for on Crooked. <laughs> I don't know. I don't beat people over the head with it, but. I don't know if they'll hear you saying that. <laughs> um, okay, the Suicide Squad. It was kind of a mess for me. You didn't like it, really? Uh, it, it just I couldn't get enough information. Uh, no wonder you didn't show it to to our parents. You were just like, yeah, well, they don't need to see that. It was no, I I just there wasn't enough information for me to well, see. Well, the it. teaser. It's just like yeah, I oh, guess so I we're guess the Patsies. I guess it was because it was a teaser. The Superman, <laughs> some kind of Suicide Superman Squad versus Batman. Nudge, nudge. The Batman vs. Superman one. Oh well, that was, talk about money that was, shot. That was four minutes of money shot. That basically. was a, that was that wasn't a teaser. So that right. one came off as like a huge right. hit because you see Lex Luthor and he has. Well, they had a teaser that for that one. already, didn't they? And well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a teaser for yeah, that. Yeah, no, dude. but but I'm just showing you. They're showing all the elements right. together on this show. Wonder Woman fighting Superman. Um, they show, uh, you know, the Batman with his suit, and they look like they're about to oh, fight. Did you see on, you haven't probably even seen it, on YouTube, they have um, a few versions, actually, where people edited together the battle between Superman and Zod in Metropolis, edited that with the footage from the trailer with Bruce Wayne, like, reacting. So, I like, last night I was watching that, the part where they were fighting in the, in the building, and you know, Superman and Zod, and yeah. Zod does the heat vision and, like, yeah, breaks I, the build. Have you seen that? I they really, cut it together? Well, yeah, I know, I didn't oh, see so that, cool. but I knew that that, when I saw that in the trailer, I knew immediately that, was that, moment. that it was that moment. How many moment. times have you seen Man of Steel? I've only seen it a couple times. I guess I forgot that A couple times. Moment. No, that's when he realizes he has the heat vision, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like ah, why would he be going spastic with heat vision? Yeah. And the true. floor goes out from under him. I mean, that's an amazing sequence. So, but, so okay, so Suicide Squad... You were sort of like, mm, okay, we'll see what happens. It, it was so it okay, wasn't a yeah. miss, but you were sort of like, all right, I need more to really get excited about. I didn't, it, I didn't, I didn't even get that excited about, to be honest, about the the Joker at the end. It was like, it was okay, but it didn't give me like those chills, like ooh, like this is gonna be good. Like That's I got so from, serious. like the one I got from, I got it actually from Lex Luthor. The red capes. Are oh my coming. god, I love it! The I tweeted red capes that. Are coming. After the after the trailer came out, it was like so much awesome. Blah 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 blah. Hashtag the red keeps are coming. I was all about yeah. it, and apparently a lot of other people also used that hashtag. Yeah, that well. It's funny that you say that because I feel like a lot more, a lot of people are more leaning towards the side of Jared Leto's Joker. Oh my god, this is gonna be cool, but. Mike, uh, Jesse Eisenberg with uh, with that weird hair. What the hell? Like he seems like he's coming from a different movie. I sort of. He, I, I'm I'm more he, or less he's on, on their board. shit list. Too. Oh, because of what he said. Yeah. About the genocide. Yeah. In case you yeah. haven't heard this, he was. And I'm talking to the listener, not to you, obviously. Um, in case you hadn't heard, Jesse Eisenberg like like a few days after Comic Con was like comparing it like oh it's you know it's like it's like nothing i ever like nothing i ever experienced being at at san diego comic-con it's uh if i could think of you know if anything maybe it was like some kind of genocide or whatever and i was just like and i knew what he meant because 
you know, he seems, if you've ever heard him in interviews, he seems like he's really in it because he likes being an actor. He doesn't like the interview part of it. He doesn't like the promotion part of it. That's just kind of, he has something he has to probably force himself through. Like, he probably has a lot of, like, social anxiety. But so for him, home. going in front of Comic-Con, thousands of people being, like, screaming at him and shit, I could see him being like, this is, like, tra- fucking traumatic thing. But at the same time, so he, obviously I knew he was exaggerating, but at the same time as I was reading that, I was like... Oh my god, dude, they're going to tear you apart in the comments. Like, yeah, you might think a little because, more before you say this stuff. Well, I mean, because he's practically insulting a culture. Well, yeah, I know, I understand yeah. that. But I mean, I, I, mean, well, I knew he, he didn't mean it that way, but it's like, it's also like... I know, I guess, on, I guess, you're, you're I, guess I guess they misunderstood what he s- said, like you misunderstood Terminator Genesis. I guess so. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg and I need to get our shit together. <laughs> Um, but I think I feel like more people are on board the Jared Leto Joker than the Jesse Eisenberg. Not even because of the comments. I'm saying just because he's like, red capes are coming day versus night, man versus God versus man. Like he was really like over the top. But I didn't. I mean, I'm I'm not quite I, as sold on him. I'm not quite it. as sold on him as I am with the Joker at the moment. Because I need to see him like full on Lex Luthor, not that shitty wig, and I want to see more of him. I don't know if he's just like wig. I don't. Think, I think it's an. Well, you think he might have lost? He's gonna probably he's gonna lose his hair, hair later. Because I've seen a picture with him with. Yeah, everybody but knows, Yeah, I think that might be toward the end of the movie. You think something's gonna happen during the movie, like <sighs> explosion and like lose Smallville style, like radiation or yeah, something? Yeah, I don't. Like, oh, oh, my hair, my yeah, hair piece is coming. It could, it could, it could be something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So and what Aquaman's supposed to be in it too? The Flash is. I think to have what we're gonna. I think what we're it. gonna. The interesting thing is, I wonder how clearly what what they're doing, and this is smart, is piggybacking off of the controversy from Man of Steel. Everybody being like, he's supposed to save people, not knock down freaking cities and shit. Um, so that's smart for them to be like, have the people in the movie be like, he's supposed to save people, not knocking down cities. That was smart, and using that to bring Batman in is really. A really awesome way to go with it. I wonder where Wonder Woman's coming in. Like, does Batman know Wonder Woman? Batman, Are they tight? Well, because there's pictures of them like dressed like not in costume. They, Are they already I like believe, communicating? From what I believe, they they've worked together before, uh-huh. and so she doesn't really know Superman. This is this none of them be, know Superman. Yeah. So that's when she starts to fight Superman and everything. And because uh, they don't know if they can and trust this guy, I think Lex Luthor sends people to kill Batman, wearing symbols of the Superman's of, of Superman's symbol on their on their pads. Oh, so and so, oh, and that's part of this. Is this in something you read, or is this just your idea? This is both. And, oh, and then, okay. uh, and then you know, there's also speculation about him killing people too, because you know Batman doesn't really kill people. He he. And then, so they're thinking that he's going to end up having to kill somebody with these people being under pressure. He's going to kill one of the people wearing the Superman logo. Right. Because this is what was shown in the trailer. I think it's interesting how, and if it's not made apparent in Batman v Superman, which it sort of is, it's made apparent in Suicide Squad. Because there's dialogue in there about where Amanda Waller is saying, you know, I think Superman was some kind of lightning rod bringing all these crazy people out. Like... Superman's arrival is where all the all the villains and the heroes are like, okay, shit just got real and sort of stepping up. Comparatively to the Avengers, how basically in that movie, Nick Fury sort of points over at Thor. He's like, it's because of him. He showed up and now everybody knows like there's a whole higher level of war. So it's like you have this extra extraterrestrial sort of 
being from another world comes to Earth and then everything changes for everybody, which makes a lot of sense. So it's smart that they're using that as their entry point. So I guess I wonder if a Batman Wonder is it going to be like Batman Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash, Cyborg already there, and they're like, we got a missing spot. Come on, soups. It's like, is that how it's going to be? I wonder. Uh, and, and I think having Lex Luthor as the man stirring up shit, being like, I'm going to pit this guy against this guy, which makes sense with his dialogue being like, day versus night, God versus man, sort of stirring up things between well, the two of them. Hoping that they'll the kill each other. The thing is, is that Superman, the whole reason Batman is mad at him is because he destroys Wayne Financial. Right. And... Hundreds of people die in the building. Do you think that any of our and, characters that we know... And also the thing with, with the guy, the soldiers attacking him wearing Superman symbols and everything. Ooh, I wonder... Do you think And so, okay, it, pretty much all of it, it's not even Superman that's uh, that's that's attacking him or that's... Right. That's... That all his, his fury is put toward. The, the part with the building is Zod. That's true. Part, yeah, yeah, I know. The part that was smart that they the laid that in really well with the soldiers is Lex Luthor. Right. So it's not even Superman's fault. Right. So and then you know Superman tries to lash back at Batman because he he fights him and so he's like you know right he attacks him in the Daily Bugle and all this stuff with Daily Clark, Planet. Like, a Daily Planet. Yeah, Spider Man's the other one. Yeah, there, we'll get there. Uh, as uh, you know, as as um, Clark Kent. Clark Kent. And so. he's like, oh, the Batman. And then it's when Perry White's like, no one cares about Clark Kent taking on the Batman. I'm like, well, why are we watching this fucking movie? We sort of, that's the name of the movie, dude. Yeah, I um, think I think they, they will resolve. Oh, by the end of it, Somewhat they'll be like, their differences. Yeah. By the end of the movie. Well, because both of them have strengths. And the thing that makes them so great as, a, as partners is that they balance each other out. And there's also some speculation that um, there's going to be a, a, a larger villain in the movie. Doomsday, I think uh, I've heard a lot. Doomsday. Well, yeah. I don't think they should see. There's speculation that he's going to be in it. So if that's the case, he could be maybe their, he could be like their Thanos, basically. Th- that'll be a reason for maybe toward the end of the movie for them to get together. Because when is Justice League coming out? Like a year, two years from now? Twenty shit, I don't know. Twenty seventeen, maybe something Tw- like that. Yeah. And then so there's, they already have a. a there's already a, a release date for Justice League Part Two already. So yeah. Um, they haven't. Then they're gonna have. Uh, they're gonna have Cyborg, and they're gonna have Aquaman. They're gonna ben have Affleck's a Green directing Lantern his own Batman Corpse movie. Yeah, that's a good idea too. By the way, having um, a Green Lantern corpse and not just Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. yeah could you bring in? You could bring in Hal Jordan and John Stewart and whoever else you want. Yeah. Some of those alien creatures have them come too, and then sort of spin it off that way. Um, but I don't think they should have. There's speculation in there. too that Chris Pine has. Steve Trevor or Hal Jordan is what I've heard. It's gone back yeah. and forth. Yeah, the the, he, the the well, the speculation is is that he has both the roles. Can choose one to choose from. Right. I don't think they'll have him do both roles. No, no, obviously. You know, I'm playing That's obviously, but he they'll be like, oh, you could play this one, you play this one. Which one? If do you I was him, pick? I would be Hal Jordan. I, yeah, I would think that he would pick that one. He's different, and he's got a different enough sensibility from Ryan Reynolds that he could pull it off and not have people be like, oh, you're trying to do the other guy, sort of, and that other guy sucks. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't think they should have Doomsday in there. I think um, putting in it'll be too much. Batman and Superman and Justice League and Lex <clears throat> and Lex Luthor. And something else like Doomsday, I think that's no good. I think that would be something that they maybe put to like the credits. Post credit scene yeah. where one of them is like on looking at a screen and it's like, Oh, something bigger's coming. Something like that. And then yeah. like 
Yeah, that's fine. Build lead that. In, that's Doomsday is not a Batman v Superman villain. Doomsday should be a Justice League villain. Yeah, that's what you save him for. Yeah, that's what I think that the. Well, I think Doomsday is going to be the reason that they come together. That's Probably. why I was saying that, and that that might be when, the Flash and and. Uh, I you think know, you won't. I don't think Aquaman you're going to see any of those in, people because I know they're going to the have. Movie, yeah, they're going to have appearances in the movie, well, but they're not going to be like a big part of the movie. Well, one of think. the rumor is one of the rumors is that you'll see them like on screens and like Lex Luthor or Batman. Somebody will be watching them. Oh, uh, okay. Like Aquaman, like being held captive by Lex Luthor or something. So, and then maybe Wonder Woman and Batman are working together to save these other people. I don't know. It's a bunch. There's a lot of speculation right now. Okay. But um, did you hear? I wanted to tell you this before we move on to Ant Man and stuff. So both basically. You're hesitant, you're cautiously excited about Suicide Squad, but like excited, excited about Batman v Superman is what we sound like. I am excited about Suicide Squad, but the teaser wasn't enough for me to really get pumped up about it. What about Harley it, Quinn? About it yet. What do you think about Harley Quinn in there? Does it seem like a good take on I liked on Harley her? Quinn, yeah. Okay, cool. Harley Quinn, I, I, even it's just with like the, the pictures and everything, movie. it seemed like she would be a pretty good... Yeah. Pretty. Is it just the tone and you're like, how is this going to work exactly? Because yeah. it is so different... From any other comic book movie, they just they so just far. didn't give me that that whole like feeling of excitedness about the trailer. Right, I don't know. It just wasn't anything that got me like, oh, I'm I'm so excited. Right. To see well, that. it's also characters, but it's early though. It's so. not. It's also not like that's next year or something, right? That's in August next year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then so Batman Superman is in March. I'm sure they'll have something in there. To, to By the way, I was looking at a calendar of the superhero movies. Oh yeah, all I have of one them on here. Yeah, all of them. Like six four, movies. There's gonna be six movies. Super six superhero movies every year. So next, okay, let's see. Next year we got Deadpool, X Men Apocalypse, Gambit, all from um, Fox. Civil then War. we have Civil War, um, Suicide Squad, Suicide, Batman, Superman, Suicide Squad. Is there another Marvel? Is there there's, another one? Su- Doctor Strange, seven. Doctor Strange, yeah. And then yeah. there's nothing from Sony because Spider-Man movie doesn't come out until 2017 because they're working with Marvel now, yeah. obviously. So I counted it down. It's like six movies every every year. Wow. At least. Within within no more than like two months within each other. Hey, if they're all good, I'm all about it. If they if they start to suck, well, the good we'll thing, see. the great thing about it is, the more they is make. that they're they're all from different companies, right? Well, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, Marvel comes out maybe two movies a year. Sony comes out maybe one, two year movies if once they do uh, once they do Spider Man. Right. Um, well, Sony only has Spider Man right now. Yeah, well, they could also do a Venom if they want. They're not doing. Well, they have it, the Sp- when the Spider Man universe. I mean, when I say Spider Man, yeah. I mean that group of characters. Yeah. And then uh, you know you, they also they they could do the Fantastic Four. I think they're planning to do a Fantastic Four too. Well, we'll I think they but tend it all to. If this on, one does shitty, watch how fast they drop the plans for that. They might hand it over to Marvel after that. That'd that be would great. be. I'd rather see this Fantastic Fox, right? Fox has yeah. that. I think Fantastic Four are trying to force together X Men and and I mean Fantastic Four. Fox trying to force together X Men and Fantastic Four, which they're planning on doing at some point. Is really awkward, and I really Fantastic Four would mesh so much better with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, the, Throw Reed Richards in the lab there with Bruce Banner and Tony Stark and Hank Pym, who you know. Yeah. You don't need like Fantastic Four and X Men. I just don't see those two, those two don't really they don't really click as well. You know what I mean? And X Men is X Men is so broad. It's not like Spider Man where he's like we got this one guy and all his people. X Men is like. X-Men, X-Force, Deadpool, everybody is pretty much strong enough to have an own, their own spinoff. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can just make movies on X-Men 
property characters like for the longest time. Um, so at this point, are you more so are you more excited about Batman v Superman or um, Captain America: Civil War? Um, because Kai asked me I've that read, the other I've day, and fair, I was like, Ugh, probably Batman and Superman. Amount, I guess I've, I read a fair amount about the Civil War too, and I. I might have to go Civil War. Really? Even though we don't have any footage of it yet? Y- yeah, just because I I know somewhat of what's to expect. And I right. know that there are a lot of different characters that are going to show up. Like Ant-Man and, you know. Pretty much everybody from the MCU is going to be there. Pretty much. Minus and, and Hulk Spider- or, Even well, Spider-Man. Well, rumors are that Hulk might show up at some point. That's not. It's unclear. Um, or Mark Ruffalo, you know. I don't. Well, yeah. I don't know if. He's not in the story though in the in the comics. Yeah, originally the the, the right they were at the end of Ultron they were thinking about maybe having him sent away to space or something. To space and then that would set up for Planet Hulk or Guardians he could show up there and, and then they were thinking oh they do maybe a Planet Hulk movie and then he'd come back. That would be expensive though. For but them. yeah, that would be expensive. That's why they didn't do it, right. I think. <laughs> they were like, okay, uh Guardians like, too. We like, wanna, yeah, we, we, do we that. want him to right, do right. yeah, we want him to do uh you know, we want him to be when Thanos comes. I think so yeah, have Hulk. the upper management was like, yeah, we've seen those tickets for those last two Hulk movies. Yeah, that that like a Hulk movie in space that's basically all Hulk, no, not Bruce Banner for two hours. That would be easily probably two hundred. But that's cool. They're bringing back Ross, uh, General Ross. Yeah, right. It's cool. They're bringing him back. Finally, geez. For, for, a, so they're that means they're character. acknowledging that that's part of they their almost, universe. They were almost close to being like. That one doesn't count. We just set it aside. Yeah. It's the black sheep of the MCU, essentially. Yeah, because it's well, they gave him everything they wanted in in a Hulk movie, and then no one saw it anyway. Right. So I like that yeah. movie. I think it's good. It's not I, one of my favorites, but it's 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 better than Hulk uh, Iron Man two. It's better than Iron Man two. It's better than Thor: The Dark World. It's it's more. It's like towards the latter half of it's it's in the second. It's in the bottom half of Marvel movies for me. But it's like not at the bottom. Not like bare bottom you yeah. know you know what i mean it's yeah. solid but it's not it's no avengers it's no you know captain america winter soldier you think someone is gonna die in, in civil war in civil war yeah i think i know it's i mean Can we captain america i think it's gonna be captain america yeah i mean it, doesn't he die but, in the but comic he does die point? in the comic well not during civil war but like soon after or something plus yeah. Plus, but, plus but Crossbones isn't. It's been rumored that he's not even supposed to. He's not even really going to be in the movie that Crossbones much. Crossbones, he is though. He's not even going to be in it that much though, because his shooting time, from what they saw, wasn't that long. It was yeah. only like a week or two. So put a stuntman in the mask for the, like the shots you need him just to be there. You know what I mean? No, I know, but they don't. No, but they would have the actual guy. They're saying that he might not even actually be there. Even though he's not the one that actually does the killing shot. It's I someone... thought he does, no? No, it's this woman that was hypnotized or something oh. that does the final killing shot, and that's what kills him. But Crossbones him. is the but one that he, makes the first shot? He makes the first shot that... Oh. I don't think that shot kills him. I think the one that... with the other. And they set up, they that, set up that, in, that, an, that antagonistic relationship between Crossbones and Cap so well in, in the second one. Someone is going to die because I was looking Who do you think IM, it is then? Well, I was looking through the IMDB stuff. And it says uh, Funeral Mourner. There were a couple Funeral Mourners. Oh, wow. Look at you doing research for the podcast. There was one like, uh, you know, Snooty Funeral Mourner or something like that. 
And Do you think so, it's going to be a, ma- a major character or just like, oh, I mean, that, that could mean anything. I, that I, could one mean person that a I, small person dies. Well, I, I mean, if they want to kill somebody and have it be emotional, but not have it be a superhero, that that would be an easy way to kill off Peggy Carter towards the beginning. She's like six hundred years old and like already have has Alzheimer's. It could be that. I mean, the way I see it, Marvel kill seems Don like Cheadle. <laughs> no, not the black guy. That's mean. Um, he's still around. What's wrong with him? He's good. War Machine's fine. I think. I think. That they might save Captain America, maybe for really for Infinity War. Yeah, but don't they bring him back in the comic books at some point anyway? Well, I mean, it's comic. Books. They bring they everybody bring back, back in the comic books, but right. the Bucky picks up the thing as Captain America, and then and then also at some point Falcon does too. So you have two backup ca- caps standing by, right? Basically, already in the MCU. Yeah, and established and well, you know, embraced by the fans. Like people really like. Winter Soldier's that character. People really like Falcon. We'll get to that. They're bringing uh, his Falcons have has like a little like bird sidekick too. Really? Yeah, and they're bringing that into Civil War, I believe. Oh, as well. interesting. That's kind of like a drone type thing. That's so, like a little like electronic oh, huh. sidekick. Interesting. I heard. I read they're bringing it. Maybe. Well, now he's with Avengers. They have Stark money, so I mean yeah. that would make sense. But um, I think. If I think maybe like uh, Hawkeye is gonna die. Oh, you think so? Well, finally? because he's supposed to. But die. But they faked this out. I read spoilers the for. Okay, first of all, spoilers for Avengers: Age of Ultron, the MCU in general, and of course Ant Man, because we're gonna transition right into that. Well, he's supposed to die. Hawkeye is supposed to die. Well, but they, that's but they why, teased that's, us with that. That's in Age why of they teased to be in, like, oh, he's gonna die. No, he's in not. Ultron because because there's big speculation that he's that you know, he's supposed to die. And so, well, he's the weakest of the ma- of the first generation of Avengers. Well, there's more of a reason why he dies and everything, but he dies in the comic books, so that's one of the the reasons. But I think if uh, I think there'll be multiple deaths in Infinity War. Okay, but not like but what about Civil something. War? We're we talking about Civil War, or Infinity War. You're jumping ahead now. I think maybe like one in Civil War, but I don't in- know if it'll be a Infinity big one. War. There needs to be like. This is okay. I think maybe that's like their Don chance, Cheadle or something. That's might their die. chance to be like, all right, cleaning the slate. We're keeping some main people, other people. Plus, yeah. you know, their their mo seems their pattern seems to be, we have their major characters. They get a trilogy of solo movies, and then that's all the solo movies. I don't they even get. think Thor is going to be in Civil War. No, I don't think so. Well, he's got other things to deal with. Well, Ragnarok, um, is another thing. Because I read something that they think that Thor's gonna die in the beginning of the movie of Ragnarok. Yeah, eh, and then that. they think he's gonna come back toward the end again. I don't think they'll kill him. At least not like in the middle of his own movie. No, I think he's supposed to die at the end and then come back to life at the at the. Well, I think that's how it happens. Or be presumed dead. What is Chris Hemsworth busy? Dead. Is yeah. he too busy to show up for the fucking movie? Huh? Is is Chris Hemsworth too busy like filming well, vacation? No, I think I think this is like a comic book stuff? thing. I think it's I don't like know a about com- that. But anyways, uh, uh, Odin's son is probably dead already. Odin, yeah, because of Loki taking the throne, and Loki's probably gonna die. Well, people are speculating. People are speculating that Loki took the throne and that he possibly is still in league with Thanos. I don't know because they still have. One of the Infinity Stones there, and that but kind of he thing. D- he was right in the same room with the Infinity Stones, yeah, with the glove, yeah, and the glove is, you know, 
I'm gonna have to help handle myself or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the glove is in. Uh, I'm blanking. Dude. Okay, but would they really kill Loki again after they fake killed him already in the second one? Yeah, I, I mean, think they would. I think they need to drag that out I think again before they the, kill I think, him again. I think that he's they, such a fan favorite. How do you not? How do you kill him and like actually let him be gone for a little bit at least? They're also saying that Heimdall would probably. I can die see that he's boring too. He's, his character. I mean, he's cool, but. He's not essential, you know what I mean? You're not yeah. going to... There's never... They're never going to make a Heimdall movie, first of all. And yeah. Idris Elba, it likes, he talks a lot of shit about those movies. Like, oh, it's a pain in the ass to do it, whatever. I think the only reason he's still in it is because he's under contract, pretty much. So he's going to come and he's going to do his thing and then he'll probably get killed off. Yeah. I think Loki will get killed off, Pretty too. much the only... And I think Odin will get killed off, too. Pretty and much the only... And then that's when Thor is going to have to stay there. Right. And because he's going to be the and new And then bye-bye, no more Avengers for him. Yeah. And maybe if they want, they can get... Chris Hemsworth to come in do like cameo for this thing but and still be there but not be there and then he can settle down with, with uh, what's her face not Natalie Portman she sucks in those um what Jamie the... Alexander Sif yeah Sif that's gonna be I, he's gonna she's I mean they're, they're gonna end up together by the end of that third one movie I think maybe they'll finally kill Jane Foster or they'll just write her out completely I don't know I don't her character's never really been interesting to I... me I don't know. Despite how how great I think Natalie Portman is, but yeah, I would be surprised. I don't I don't see Thor or Seth dying and you know, not making it out of Thor Ragnarok alive. I think what you said makes a lot more sense. I think he's gonna have to assume his destiny essentially, which is to be that. Like, okay, this is the thing. Thor's destiny since the first movie is to be king of Asgard, right? Essentially, the beginning of the first movie, he was gonna be crowned king, but he wasn't worthy, so he got sent back, and it started this whole trilogy of distraction for him not getting there cap's thing his destiny has been to basically sacrifice himself for his his country and his friends and stuff he tried to do it at the end of the first movie you know in that one scene even the big like the middle of the first movie he jumps on the grenade to try and save people in training that kind of thing yeah so i think he's gonna die in the end of the third one and then of course they'll bring chris evans back at some point but in the uh, meantime the end of civil war the end of infinity war maybe or something infinity war yeah so you don't think he'll die at the end of Civil War? I think he'll then... die at the end of Civil War and then reappear in Infinity War. Why would somehow. he reappear? Who the hell knows? It's, it's comic books. They can make up whatever. No, he's not going to come back. Once he dies, Because Chris Evans also this is now... This not a comic book where... Well, most you, of oh, time... you, mean, you mean like Nick Fury, Loki, uh, fucking everybody who has died and come right back to life like in the next movie? No. No, I mean, Loki uses his his mirage thing to pretend like he died and nick fury he just he, fakes his death he just faked his death i guess which he which you expect that from nick fury because he's he's, shady. he he does that all the time in the comic book yeah as yeah. as Cass, he has these as he tony has stark these drones said, as tony stark said his secrets have secrets yeah his his he has like robot drones and stuff yeah all the time that die and it's not really him that died. It's the... It's, he's still shit. alive. He's controlling... What is that thing? The life model decoy? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you expect it from those kinds of characters. But Captain America, you he, he doesn't come back to life. He has people that take the role of Captain of, America. Unless he's frozen for 70 so years. If he, so, if life. he dies, I think... That's it for him? I think that's it. And Bucky would take over his spot... And then he would be the new Captain America in Civil in the in the Infinity War. Yeah, maybe. And I mean, I'm open for whatever. I think, I think Captain America has the strongest set of movies from these 
from all of this as far as the solo franchises go. So I just hope that they finish it strong and that whatever they do is true to the character. But anyway, that we got a little bit of a Civil War tease in Ant Man in the post credit scene. Uh, actually, With I read Bucky that. And yeah, when they Captain found what, was he like held there? His arm was stuck or something. What was that? That seemed random. I think they. Does that a trap they set they for him or something? Have, they might have. They might have been holding him there. It was unclear who though. Captain America. Okay. Might have been holding him there because. Um, they don't trust they've, Stark. They've hinted that Bucky is the reason Tony Stark's parents I died. I heard that too. So they're trying to keep it under wraps because was, if he finds out, oh then God. that's going to probably be the big reason why him and Tony. Well, besides the fact the, that the superhero registration the, act or whatever the they're calling it, but then but I don't think they're going to. They said that they're not going to do that. that. Well, because there's no secret. There's no secret identities, but you still have accountability and. As uh, Hank Pym said as Ant-Man, I think, the Avengers are like dropping cities from the sky. And crazy I think shit. the big dispute is going to be whether or not they take orders from the government right. or it's not. still accountability. They act like soldiers. Right. Um, and also probably because of the thing with Bucky as well. Because he's, pr- he's going to find out about him eventually. Of course. Because I heard he's, he's going to be a big part of that movie. Yeah, this is what so, I've heard too. So, uh, so yeah. I, I, I If Captain America dies, which is very likely... In, in that movie, then Bucky will be the new Captain America for right. Infinity War. So, right. So, and that's gonna be the the first appearance of Spider Man too, the new Spider Man. Civil War. I wonder how. I want. It's, it's unclear how big a role he's gonna have. If he's just gonna be like, "Hey, I'm here too," and yeah. jump up, or if he's gonna be like integral to the story. I don't know. I don't see him unmasking himself like he does in the comics because we don't even know this guy yet. He's still no. young. He's not like a veteran Spider Man. Yeah, which is was, why when which was is it why you when that he, they were thinking about maybe taking the Tobey Maguire. I think that was my theory that they should do that because if they did that, I thought I read that somewhere though. Maybe it was a rumor thing, but my idea was they should take Tobey Maguire, bring him back as t- Peter Parker, and just sort of inherit those Sam Raimi Spider Mans into the MCU. Even though the third one's kind of whatever, but so is Iron Man too. So whatever. Um, and just have him be like a veteran Spider-Man that's been doing this a while, and then have him unmask like in the like in the uh, comic book, and then just go forward with him as Spider-Man like that from there. With Tobey Maguire? Yeah, I thought that would have been fine. I mean, he's in his 40s, but I mean, they're all in their 40s they want, now. They want to start fresh. I get, I get it. They don't want to have to be stuck with any any previous versions because they could have just taken Andrew Garfield if they were going to do that. Yeah. But it's unfortunate because they, they don't go back; they just go forward. Right, and I understand that from a from a you know a marketing standpoint, you want to start your version of the story where it starts, yeah. not be like, all right, we'll bring this other guy because they didn't. Ultimately, that wasn't Marvel's decision to be like this guy because that was Sony doing their own thing with the Marvel name, basically. Yeah. So I mean, I understand that, even though it's sort of unfortunate that we're getting now our third Spider-Man in like basically a decade. It's like really. Well, but at least now they're gonna have Marvel's. Right, and I'm sure it'll be amazing because (laughs) amazing. Um, I'm sure it'll be uh, it'll be awesome because I think somebody I don't know who said it. Some some comic book writer said it that you know Spider Man is essentially Marvel's Mickey Mouse, and it's kind of true. He is their most popular, probably their most recognized character. I mean, now he has some more competition with other stuff. No, I wasn't that guy. Um, I think he's dead. Yeah, he might be. But he is essentially like one of the with the broadest appeal. Everybody knows Spider Man. Everybody likes Spider Man. So it's I can understand that. So do you want to get to Ant Man? Yeah, Ant Man. Let's. Uh, all right. Let's so talk about what? Do, how did you feel about? Well, first of all, what were your expectations going in, knowing that 
I mean, I had maybe very vague knowledge of what the hell Ant-Man was until the marketing and the, like the development of this started. I knew a lot about the character Ant-Man. Well, you've been well, you watch the animated know... shows and stuff more than I can than I do. And so you of course Yeah, and I read stuff them. about the comics and, and everything and I I know I know I know about the character and before I went to the movie, but right, I didn't well, know yeah. how I was a little nervous about how they would do Ant-Man. So, but I thought it was really, really good the way they, the way they, they did it. Is this going to be another situation like last year where you're like, it's my, like with Guardians, you're like, it's my favorite movie of the year. I'm like, what the fuck? Seriously? It, it was. That I know. I know favorite. it was. I know was it was. Is it, is the Ant-Man's going to be a repeat of that? Or we're going to be like. Well, it's not, they use that over yet. <laughs> That's true. Well, is it your favorite movie of the year so far? Maybe a superhero movie. Oh, okay. Well. What other two movies have had this year? Oh shit, I don't know. Well, Avengers: Age of Ultron, and then yeah, this better that definitely. And that's it so far. It's yeah, it hasn't. I would say very light. better than that. It's been. Uh, I like the Avengers better. It's been very light as far as superhero movies this year because everybody's sort of on and off here. Sony's working on their thing. DC is gearing up for next year, and Fox is sort of well. Fantastic Four comes out. Yeah, like, Fantastic Four now. is coming out on August seventh. I mean, I I want to see that. I'm not. Like excited about Isn't it. There's something coming on, like I don't know. Um, Jessica Jones. That's what's coming. Yeah, it's a TV show. I was show. like, that's a TV show. Yeah, I was like, something else. Marvel's coming but out next, toward the end of the year. Fox and DC are like 2016. We got it because they have like a shit ton of stuff coming out next yeah. year. But yeah, this is sort of a this is actually a little bit of an off year for everybody except Marvel, which is funny. Um, no, I like I liked Avengers: Age of Ultron better. Um, I like those characters better, and I think the story was more engaging, even if it was uneven and they did try and pack too much and kind of zip along too fast. Ant Man was good, but I mean, it was just very sort of a lot of it was very mediocre to me. I'm like, oh, and he's got a daughter that he has to prove himself to, and it's like in an origin story where the older mentor trains him, and I get that that's. You know, that's a good way to introduce that character, but I also don't really care about this character. And even after the movie, I think his abilities are cool, and I really think he would be kind of a fun, cool addition to an Avengers film, like a team-up, like if Iron Man's doing his thing, and Hulk's doing his thing, and Ant-Man's going... Getting small, getting big, fighting, punching, and doing stuff with ants. Also, that would be cool. Eventually, he also gets bigger. But, yeah, Giant Man, I know. Yeah. But do I really give that much of a shit if they ever do an Ant-Man sequel? And uh, mm-hmm. apparently, he's supposed to have, I think... That by Civil War, I oh, think really? he's gonna have the giant suit in Civil War, wow, and apparently awesome. he's supposed to, a giant man is supposed to die. And I doubt they're not gonna kill well, him. Well, yeah, really. no, they're not gonna kill him. Oh well, may, I don't know. Right, yeah, I, mean, I mean, several superheroes it die. Kind of Captain America dies, but there's he's not the only one that right. that gets taken down. A, a giant man dies and he's he's buried at full huge form <laughs> yeah. yeah so i that's mean that's a weird visual for a movie i don't think they're gonna do it that way no yeah but he, he <laughs> like, keep digging. well i don't know if it's i don't know if it's giant man or it's like it goes by a different name like keep digging they just constantly Jigor. digging the whole movie is like he gets killed at the beginning of the movie the whole movie is all the MCU like grab a shovel that's why they're all showing up digging his grave because it's like so freaking massive that's <laughs> yeah. funny um no but I don't think that he'll I don't think that he's gonna no. die it depends but, we don't know what kind of contract they got Paul Rudd on they said maybe like he might get that suit by that movie or something okay. so um, um, but I mean I, 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 as far as seeing more of that character that sounds cool and I'm down for that but I don't really care if they make an Ant-Man sequel. I'm sort of like, eh. and I, considering how it did well, but not awesome, I don't know how much. I don't know what the chances are we're gonna get one anyway. Yeah. 
I don't think they all need sequels. I think you're like, here's this guy, and then you're like, okay, cool, throw him in the, in the mix. We don't need, like, a whole movie about him. Yeah. I think Doctor Strange and Black Panther have way more chances of being, like, really compelling. I'm like, I want more of that fucking guy now. Black Panther and Doctor Strange? Yeah. Because yeah. Ant-Man's more well, limited. I like Doctor Strange's yeah. backstory anyways. Yeah. Um, and being a surgeon and everything. Yeah, that could be interesting. That could be a really compelling movie. I'm really excited about that, actually. Well, because... He's supposed to be a dick. Right. Before before he even becomes Doctor Strange. Well, he is Doctor Strange. That's his but name. But before he has like right. the whole sorcery and gets chi and right, all this right. stuff and and goes he's he's a surgeon that's a complete asshole and a dick. And then, he gets, start, a, but a and then he gets in a car accident that he uh you know, it, long story short, he tra- changes his ways around from right. that. So I, uh, I think that that sounds like for a lot better of a story. But I mean, Ant Man. That's I like how they switched. They 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 went. They w- took Hank Pym yeah. out of the mix because he's kind of like the more r- riskier character. Of well, Ant-Man. I mean, I know there's comics where he like develops a split personality or schizophrenia and like beats his wife and crazy shit, and yeah. they don't want that. Like we were just saying, DC is the darker one. Marvel is supposed to be, like, family-friendly. Watch the movie. Get excited. Go buy toys. Oh, uh, going back to DC and Uh Dark, Robin is supposedly dead by that point, too. Yeah, Yeah, that's the suit. And that's the suit, yeah. And the ha-ha-ha and all that stuff, There's actually a really good fan theory about that that I wasn't going to mention because I didn't want to get into it. But there's a fan theory that I read about a couple of days ago that's about whether or not Jason Todd was killed but then somehow survived or came back and actually became the, this version of the Joker. Yeah, I, I, read, about that? I, I read about that I was that like, too. that's fucking crazy. And then I read some of the, the logic to it, like that there is a precedence for Jason Todd becoming Red Hood, which is what Joker becomes at yeah. some point. And I'm like, that could be a really interesting twist and sort of, you know, maybe the old, maybe the original Joker is dead and then Jason Todd sort of took over as the new Joker. Yeah. That would be interesting. And we have never seen that storyline depicted in, on screen at all and it's what's smart is that dc and, and Pete, they've been wanting red hood to come on yeah screen for and what's a what's too. what's interesting is that dc is doing all the doing all the characters that we've like not all the characters but they're doing batman and superman but they're doing them in totally different ways like the casual moviegoer doesn't know jack shit about robin's dead what the fuck what is this about you know they're bringing things to to, to movies that have never been done before which is interesting but anyway back to marvel and ant-man but yeah so robin is supposed to be dead in there and stuff, but yeah. So uh, there are a lot of cool things in Ant Man. I liked with the with the the reporter, and uh, you know she's like, oh, I got a person that swings, and the person you know, yeah. referring to Spider Man and Falcons talking to her, trying person to find that climbs walls. Is what the Spider Man was, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, how he's like, I'm not an Iron Man or something it's like that. It's not some cute tech like the Iron Man suit. And 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 uh, Hank Pym was was talking as. Iron Man being like inferior because yeah. he they, he doesn't like Tony Stark that much, right? And well, they showed like Howard, Howard Stark. They, they showed Howard Stark. They got the guy uh, from Mad Men, from Mad Men who played him in Iron Man Two in that video thing. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. So they got they got Peggy Carter and they got Howard Stark, and then they got this other guy who ends up being with Hydra. And ends up being with Hydra. <laughs> Well, yeah, we already said that up front. But. And then, uh, but they ended up getting one of the the, the I yellow that. jacket I noticed serum. That. Like, the fuck, thing. they got the the what is it? Cross particle because he's guy named it yeah. after himself. 
So that's going to be a fuck up I'm later. I'm sure that'll for... happen at some point. I don't know when that'll come into play, but you do you think that as far as the villain side of things, do you think oh, when they get to Infinity War, do you think Thanos is somehow connected to Hydra, to Loki, and then they could possibly even bring Red Skull and Abomination back? No, I don't think it's that much. Which is supposed to be multiple villains, not just Thanos. I'm sure he's working with other. It's a good opportunity to bring in other bad guys. I don't think... Thanos I don't is going to be working give, with Hydra. I don't think he Thanos might not would give a work fuck about with Hydra. Hydra. What about Red Skull? Red Skull, what you, uh, Red Skull has they should been bring known to work for little, Thanos, maybe. That was a waste of a character for him to just be in one movie and then gone. Red Skull was really cool. Even if you don't get Hugo Weaving back, put somebody else in the red makeup. It's fine. We will we'll forgive it because you know we want to see him return. At some well. Point. Cause he went in the Red in Skull the does and up Red Skull works for Hydra. He's like the head up of right. Hydra. Well, yeah. But at one point, I think Red Skull works for Thanos. So you know, well, that would be cool. So I don't, I don't know. You can play it either way, right? But I don't think a whole organization of Hydra would be working for Thanos. Oh, I said connected to, yeah, I or mean, connected to. Ultimately, maybe. also, if Thanos is the Mad Titan and like running shit and. The universe. I don't think he fucking cares about some human organization. I think Fuck Hydra you know. might be something that ends in civil war. Really? You don't Probably. think? What if Thanos is the one that does the smackdown and basically in one swell fell swoop dismantles? Or, Hydra. or it's believed that it's huh? What does? What if Thanos like dismantles Hydra like they? I don't know. Just shows up and boom, Hydra's like obsolete now. Somehow, I don't know. I don't It'd think. I don't think that it would. What a, do well, it like that. Anyway, we gotta stay focused. I, I think I think that they would believe that Hydra's dead completely. Right. Cut off one with head, civil two war. heads take its place. Well, because it's ultimately Hydra that is behind like Everything? some of the other yeah. So, in the Civil War, they're essentially the Cyberdyne of of, Mar- of the Marvel Cinematic Universe so far. Yeah, so um, with it ending after that. It seems like it more it would be more fitting. Now with the Infinity War, that's more of like a universe, a universe threat. Right. So then that's when you bring Guardians in. Hell yeah. You bring in maybe if Nova comes in with the Guardians too or something. Probably. Then that's when you bring them in, and and then you get all the the you know all the heroes in to fight Thanos or and whoever, whoever else, else is involved. Is, yeah. is involved. I don't so know. So back to let's focus. Let's try and focus mostly on Ant Man. It's hard to. It's easy to speculate on all this other stuff because there's a lot happening with that. Um, so that was my feeling. I mean, I just felt like the storyline was good, but sort of paint by numbers, and I don't know. Not not imp- I, I gave it. I mean, I gave it three and a half out of five. You can read the review obviously online, and I thought it was good and it was solid, but it was and it was fun. But it didn't impress me, and it didn't... Like, if people weren't into this kind of movie, I wouldn't be like, yeah, but you gotta watch this one. I'd be like, yeah, you don't need to. Just wait till the next one comes out. You know what I mean? It was... There's nothing in it that was exceptional. No, but it's a, it's a start-up movie. It's the right. first movie, so you couldn't really... You couldn't really uh, be like, oh, you know, I it's guess. gonna be amazing, because you gotta introduce them to the whole concept of, of, of pin particles of him, and, and he has to... He's stepping into this role, so you have to show the training and a montage of training and all this, all this montage. stuff. So it's not it's not going to be uh, incredible, you know, totally incredible, but you know, right? I like I like the part in the suitcase where he's like, uh, it was oh, something about I'm going to disintegrate you. Yeah, the, playing disintegration by what is it? The Cure. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that the, was something that was fun. That song came out 
with it, it, it was linked to one of the articles or the the comics because when that song came out it was linked to like a comic that came out too a lot of they do like a lot of these like dates and stuff or numbers uh-huh. like um the number that uh scott lang had it was like a comic book oh okay. year and, like and the, day or, the something, issue like or that. something like that yeah came out, things like that um and then uh the vacuum cleaner had kirby which was from jack kirby oh, okay well it's so, also like um, in that one scene where early on where Darren Cross is making fun of Hank Pym and he's like, oh, you tell these stories, all this tall tale about the Ant-Man and like this technology that you supposedly had. And he's like, you know, nothing but, you know, you know, myths or whatever, tales to astonish, which was the name of the comic book that Ant-Man first debuted in. Yeah. He's like that. I like that they do that kind of stuff. And a lot of, obviously, you know, if people are listening to this, they know that Edgar Wright, the guy that Shaun of the Dead and Scott Pilgrim, Hot Fuzz, that guy. Um, that he was supposed to do this movie like a million years ago when he was developing it with Marvel before even Iron Man came out, I think. So he ended up having, he ended up dropping out like last year, soon before filming began, you know, supposedly due to creative differences or whatever. I think it's mostly Edgar Wright wanted to make an Edgar Wright movie and Marvel was like, well, yeah, but we also want it to fit with Avengers and this other thing. And you have to have Falcon or somebody show up and tie it into this and yeah. plant seeds for this other thing. And I think it was like, okay, I don't want to be like a fucking cog in the system. I want to make a movie that I want to make. And he was yeah. like, I'm out. So he's still credited here as like a co-writer and a producer and stuff. But I just can't, I can't help, as a fan of his work, I can't help but be like, this would have been so much more interesting and unique if it had come from him and undiluted from his vision of it. And you see flashes of, like, the the quirky, fun humor that he would have brought to it. Like in that scene that you were mentioning with the disintegration thing or with, like, the, the train scene sequence and all that. That was real. Some of that, some of the scenes in this were really good. It's just the, the, the human drama stuff with, oh, my, do- my daughter wants to be in the suit and I don't want her in the suit. And I-, I didn't give a shit about most of that. I was just like, okay, I- we know she's going to be in the suit because this is a Marvel movie. It's and Wasp. You yeah. wouldn't introduce her unless she was going to be Wasp. So there's no tension. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fact that they're like, there's going to be all these movies and everybody's been confirmed for it. Like for Avengers, for example, it was already officially announced that all those people were going to be in Civil War Except for Quicksilver. So I was like, alright, so Quicksilver's gonna There's, die. There's um, another thing that I read about, like, uh, in the flashback of him fighting briefly. Yeah. There was, like, this flag. There was, like, this six circles or something like that. Oh, really? And that's supposed to be, like, this big thing in the comic book. Thing. So that might be something later that shows up. That... There was actually, I was I did a story for Screen Rant, I think, yesterday. There was supposed to be an opening, different opening sequence for the movie. Mm-hmm. Where Hank Pym was in Panama and, like, on some mission. And and I had this whole like big like almost in, a, in, in the director of Peyton Reed described it as almost like an Invisible Man sequence where he was there fighting but you never really saw him and it sounded to me a lot like the Nightcrawler scene from X Two where he's like pum 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 punch and then pum 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 punch but you never really got a beat on what the hell is this guy doing this uh-huh. but that they actually shot and they and edited it and then had to cut it because they didn't feel like it felt felt fit with the story. So now there's a chance we might see that either as a Marvel one-shot on a Blu-ray or as a deleted scene or something. But that sounds like that could have been that could have been really interesting. And that was in early drafts of the script that Edgar Wright was working on. So it's things like that where I'm like, okay, this would have been you know, this would have been more interesting if you had gone with that. In large part, I feel like all the all the specialness, a lot, not all of it, but most a lot of the specialness 
was stripped from it and it sort of just became like a, a cookie cutter Marvel film by the end of it. The only things in it that I was really surprised by was like, oh, we're going to invade the Stark warehouse. And then when he shows up, it's like, oh, it's not a warehouse. I was like, oh, the fuck? It's the movie. It's the base from the last movie. And yeah. that, I didn't expect that. I didn't like read spoilers. Did, yeah. you, did that come as a surprise to you? Or were you like, uh, oh, here it is? No, no, not, no, no. I... You knew about that beforehand? I mean, a little I, bit. It looks similar to the building. Yeah. Oh, so, you, but you had been before you saw the blueprint in the movie. You weren't like, wait a minute. No. You didn't like. Where's the part with the Avengers? Sitcoms? I didn't. Well, I didn't know before I went to the movie. Mm. But when I saw the movie, in the movie, right. in the movie so like seconds before similar. he showed, before you see him there, when they whip out the blueprints, you're like, wait a minute, that balloon looks familiar. So you were okay. So you were. Just... It seemed like the warehouse that they were in at the end, right. of the Ultron movie, right? Okay. So um, that was a fun surprise. Yeah. And I knew, obviously, they, you know, they spoiled in the marketing that Falcon was in. He's like, who are you? And he's like, it's like, I'm the Ant-Man. wasn't my idea. Yeah, I whatever. It's like, know, oh, I was all saving the world. He, I didn't know I knew he, he, I knew he was in it, but I thought it was going to be like a scene towards the end, being like, we, you could work with us. All right, cool. Or something like that. But it yeah. wasn't that. It was like a whole fight sequence where Scott Lang never heard, barely used that suit before fucking took out an Avenger and I like that they were like can we, he was like can we just stop can we just acknowledge for the fact that I just beat an Avenger that was all cool that, that I like that so that I don't know it's it's weird because I want I like when the movies are really unique and special like as much as I don't love Guardians of the Galaxy as much as you because I do like it and it's a fun movie and the mm-hmm. soundtrack's amazing and the characters are fun and all that I acknowledge that that has more more uniqueness more originality more style to it than Ant-Man. So it's like either take Ant-Man and do something original and fun and different with it that can sort of stand alone within the MCU. That's sort of stand alone but also be a part of the drive the MCU's overall story forward like Guardians did. Uh-huh. Or just make a movie and embrace the fact that okay we're all here this is the Avengers world and things are happening. And I feel like Ant-Man tried to do both and kind of didn't really do either very well. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like it wanted to be standalone, but it but then we're hanging out with Falcon, so I'm like, okay, so you're not standalone. But it's like, but it's also not engaging. Fully it wanted to in stand alone, world, but not. You know what I mean? They wanted to yeah. stand alone, but not so much that you think of it away from. The but Marvel I feel like it would have been universe. better either way if they would have embraced it one way or another. And that's why Avengers: Age well, of Ultron essentially is a heist movie. And yeah. So you can't. Right. Well, yeah. It doesn't fit in, but it wants it to fit in at the same time. But that's Marvel shoehorning things in there, and I think that's what pushed Edgar Wright out. But like Age of Avengers: Age of Ultron, as flawed as that movie is, and as and as many issues as I have with it, like you know, basically the little coming attraction halfway through about like, ooh, this guy played by Andy Serkis, he's gonna be important later. Keep an eye on for that. Yeah. And like you know. Um, Trying to think of other stuff. All the stuff in there that was just like, oh, Thor, he's having a vision. Something's going on on Asgard. He better go investigate. Yeah. Things like that. At least they embrace the fact that, guess what? This is all This all has consequence. There's a lot of shit going on that is going to spin into all kinds of different directions. And they embraced that and they rolled with it. Uh-huh. So I wasn't expecting. So a lot of people were like, it doesn't stand on its own. It's part of the MCU. I'm like, well, yeah, but that's what the, the team-up movies are supposed to do that. The team-up movies, you're not supposed to be like, what's going on in Captain America's mindset? What's his character arc? It's like, there is no individual character arcs in team-up movies, really. I mean, there is, but there's not. It's more just, these people have some crazy shit happening that's going to spin things out of control and take them off in different directions. And I feel like Age of Ultron accomplished that. And and Ant-Man is supposed to sell me on that character, and it sort of did, but it also didn't get me excited about it. I'm excited as... 
I didn't, again, I, Guardians of the Galaxy, I liked it. I thought it was fine. I enjoyed it a lot. Didn't love it like so many other people, but I'm excited to see more of those characters, and I want to see where they go next. Ant-Man, I'm like, eh, I'll see you whenever I see you. It's like, fine. But as long as, if other people are there, I'll be excited. If it's, you're on your own again, I might, might be less inclined to, to get, a, you know, get all worked up about it. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry. So go. I went on for a while. What are your anything to add to this? Or oh, I think I think we're pretty much done. Are um, you in sync so, with that? No, I'm not. But You're not <laughs> no, no, go. I like I like Dan Man. I thought it was I thought it was a really good movie, and and I I think you're getting a little bit down on it more than than you should. I thought I thought it was it was pretty solid. It was very entertaining. Yeah, it was and, it was uh, fine. It was but it was and, that's it. It was fine. It wasn't But it's the first movie. It doesn't every, matter. Every it's also the twelfth movie. movie. It's the first movie and it's like the twelfth movie. Yeah, no, but any first superhero movie you can't raise the bar up here because you gotta introduce the character. I feel like Iron Man. It's the twelfth movie. It's the twelfth movie, yeah, sure, but it's a but you know, it's um you know, you have to introduce. It's not a like, like movie with the same character. But I feel like Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Incredible Hulk. Maybe, okay, maybe not Incredible Hulk. I feel like Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Guardians of the Galaxy all introduced their properties better than Ant-Man did in the first movie. Well, because they're they're all different. They're all different okay. kinds of characters. Well, so is Ant-Man, but I feel like Ant- it's a weaker movie than all the other ones I just mentioned. Uh, Ant-Man's a point. harder... Con- a concept to grasp because it's a guy who gets small. Yeah, I know. You gotta I get sell. It. You gotta sell that. That means you gotta show more of the actual character getting small, practicing. You gotta have more of a likability for the person playing Ant Man, so right. you dig Ant Man. <laughs> you know. But it's... I didn't a hundred percent dig Ant Man. I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right, Ant Man. If I Ant Man still would not be anywhere near the top of my list if I was like, oh, my favorite Avengers. Ant Man's like, uh, he's like. A notch above Hawkeye, maybe. You know what I mean? He's like, they didn't sell me on it to the point I'm like, yeah, Ant-Man. I'm going to buy an Ant-Man shirt and be all about it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I liked it. It was decent. But it's not going anywhere near my top ten of the year, basically. But that's just me. Well, you've seen a lot more of the other other people, too. Of what other? Oh, the other Ant- yeah. Avengers and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, but I know. But as I, I'm going, if I'm saying, if I'm going based strictly based on their first on movie... One? Well, if you see him once interacting with other adventures or something, that might change later. Right, maybe, yeah, maybe. Maybe if you see him a little bit more. And maybe that's what Marvel, Marvel's banking on. Like, you know, this movie was a success, but not a runaway success. But then they'll bring him into Civil War, and they'll see him interact. And then if maybe Buzz will start, and people will be like, Ant-Man's fucking awesome. Marvel, when are we getting an Ant-Man too? They'll be like, all right, we were waiting, waiting for it. Break glass. Here's the production starting. Or maybe, that, maybe they are going to kill him in Civil War. I don't <laughs> think so. But I don't think we're gonna see him in a solo movie for a long time, if ever, is my thing. But we'll yeah. see. Well, what movie will he be in? He won't be in any movie. <laughs> he'll be in Avengers. He'll be in Avengers: Infinity War. Civil War involves everybody, and then Avengers: Infinity War. He'll definitely show up in there if yeah. he's not dead, obviously. Yeah. So anyway, so final thoughts. We both liked it. You liked it more than me. Kind of like Guardians, only it doesn't seem like you loved it to the same extent that you loved no, Guardians. No, I, I, I don't. I don't like it as much as Guardians. No, I, I gave it three and a half. What would you give Ant Man? Four. Uh, I give four. I'd probably do four. All right. So we're not yeah. that far off. It's not. It, it's not like crazy good, but I think it, I. I think that it's it's still pretty solid. Considering how ridiculous how ridiculously shitty a movie based on a character called Ant Man could have been, you're like I'll, I'll cut it some slack. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. No, I understand that. That's fair enough. Yeah. 
right. So, uh, okay. Cool. I think this. Anything else to go on? I think. Well, no, I, I think, think we said. talked for how we went way over this time, didn't we? We're like, yeah, an hour and forty. Nice. Okay. All right. So, uh, y- yeah, you can follow. Uh, you can find us on crookedtable.com, Read reviews of, I think pretty much every most of the movies we talked about. Um, you know, find us on find me on Twitter at Crooked Table. And I am at Freddy underscore Yanis, Yanis, Y-A-N-I-Z. Um, also, you know, give us a review in iTunes. Let us know what you think of the show, what you want to hear us talk about next time. You know, any feedback is welcome. Uh, we really appreciate it. And join our, you know, follow our Facebook page, all that stuff. We're totally track downable. So, uh, you know, feel free to interact with us. So I guess that'll conclude it for this episode of the Cricket Table Podcast. I'm Rob. This is Freddie. And roll credits. And welcome to our Encore segment, where we talk about something in pop culture that um, is not entirely mainstream that we want to bring to your attention, so maybe uh, so you can dig it That's right. in your own personal time. Well said, well said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Sure, I'll go for it. Okay. Um, so I was going to talk about something that a lot of people who are listening to this are obviously into geek culture and stuff probably have heard of. But, you know, hey, it's, you can convert some, some newbies. Um, I'm a big fan of director, writer and director Kevin Smith, and I really love his podcast, uh, in particular as a movie fan who's obviously passionate about comic book uh, characters and superheroes and film and that kind of thing. I've really gotten into his Fat Man on Batman podcast. Uh, it initially started a couple years ago, actually I think around the time of The Dark Knight Rises, maybe a little before that, and it was... Pretty much he, the format was he would bring on people who were involved with the Batman character, whether it was an animated form or involved in the films or wrote for the comic books or whatever, and, you know, do like a, sort of a, a basically straightforward interview with them about their experience working on the Batman and stuff. And it's it's evolved since then into, he still talks about Batman a lot, but it's sort of become a hub of like geek discussion. And he has a, a co-host of most episodes, uh, Mark Bernardin, who writes for Playboy.com and... He does a lot of like you know film criticism and like uh, discussion and analysis and that kind of stuff. And he, they, the two of them have a really good rapport. And they have this new segment called the Utility Belt, where they go run through all the like news items in in the geek world. So all the like the stuff that we were talking about, they've talked about the Marvel world, DC, and all that kind of stuff. So it's just really interesting to hear them talk about it. It's a, it's if you're enjoying our us talk about you know, having an like intelligent discourse about, oh, where this character's going or the way this is adapted from the page and, and you know, just talk about it with that with so much passion and if you're really um, a fan of that genre, superheroes and, and other geek-related properties, I mean, it's definitely worth checking out. It's called Fat Man on Batman. It's on iTunes and actually on YouTube under his CSMOD channel, he also posts, uh, um, has most recently been posting some live versions of those where you can see him and Mark on camera just like doing uh doing the podcast and and it's it's fun to get um a different perspective on their conversation when you actually get to see them in you know in person and see their eyes light up when they talk about something in you know batman superman that was so awesome or whatever so it's it's fun and um 
yeah, so I would recommend you guys check that out. So, what about you? Uh, mine is something you can check out on Netflix, um, but it's uh, it's an obscure, I guess you could say obscure sitcom. Okay. Um, it's called Sirens. Um, it is it, obscure. I'm not familiar uh, with that. Dennis Leary is one of the creators of it, and uh, and it's basically dealing with people in uniform, particularly the the main characters are people that are uh, that drive the the ambulance. So it deals, though. yeah, the paramedics. So they do with their everyday situations, and 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 it's and it's funny, and it has a little. Sometimes uh, it it can get a little dark, but most of the time it's like really really funny. Right. There's only one season on Netflix, and they got canceled after the second season. What but ne- was it? What network was it on? Like FX or something. He's done a lot of work FX. on FX. FX. He did a lot of. He did a Rescue Me show on FX for several years. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah, so um, it got canceled from FX, even though people loved it. And How long so, ago? Recently? Yeah, this just got canceled. Oh, okay, wow. So the whole thing is, is that people are hoping that either like Fox or um, Netflix picks it up. Right. Instead. Is it really racy? Like, would it be something that's too... I guess if, you, if people are hoping Fox... Is it something that would fit on network television, or is it like slightly too racy for? Like, no, it would fit. It would okay. fit on that. It's very. It's light. It's funny. Well, the beautiful thing and is so, now with. It's not know, like one of those shows. Is like you know, a lot of sitcoms are like, oh, this is terrible. Right. It's is uh, it thirty minutes or, or an hour. It's thirty minutes. Okay. So be okay. A regular sitcom length. Right. Well, and yeah. Then, I mean, but some comedies like or like comedies, like dramedies or whatever. They're, you know. Yeah, again, again, not to mention Glee again, but Glee's technically a comedy, but it's an hour long, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, this isn't like a like a drama type. It's thing. straight up funny. Constantly. It's straight up okay. like funny. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think I think people should check that out, and I feel like the more people that check it out on Netflix, they'll see the numbers, okay. and they'll be like, oh, okay, maybe we should. Pick Is there this a petition for, for that own. to be picked up? I wonder. I, I don't know. You know what? One but, thing I've been thinking about doing is I've been thinking about really fleshing out our show notes. With links and things like that. So you know what? Take a look in the... If you're listening to this, take a look in the show notes. Um, I'll put some links in there with some information about... You know, about Sirens, about Fat Man on Batman, and about some of the things we've been talking about. Okay. So, um, but the good thing... Good news is for Sirens, if, you know... With all the streaming services out there, if, if no broadcast network or cable network wants to pick it up, you have Netflix, you have Hulu, you have Yahoo now does... They oh, Yahoo picked does up, something? They picked up season six of Community, which just recently ended... And they were airing like they were airing that, and then uh, Amazon too. So I mean, there's so many different venues now t- to put things out that hopefully they can find a f- uh, hope for it somewhere. Yeah, but I think well, actually, Hulu now is starting to create their own shit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, is Yahoo and the other one? They, are are they, they only are they creating stuff? I think they, are they might just be, like well, Amazon, episodes? Amazon, and I think Hulu are, but. Yeah, it, Hulu, but it's, Hulu but it's original, but it's, oh, not oh, no, Hulu, Yahoo. I think they are too, but it's like, it's original content that nobody's watching really yet. Uh, with the exception of Amazon has that transparent show with Jeffrey Tambor where he gets, like, you know, he gets, he's a transgender person. Uh, okay. um, like, with the exception of that, I mean, I don't think a lot of it's really gotten much media attention. So it's sort of like, they're like trying to get the notoriety that Netflix has for that. So maybe picking up an established show with a fan base like that, even if it's you know relatively small in comparison to like, you know people that are watching a lot of other things. You know, they I think that's why they so. put it. 
on on uh, on Netflix to begin with to right. try and like get a feel yeah, about how many people possible. would look at it. Well, and then, Netflix never releases their analytics, so you gotta know. And that their if, their rating is really high on right. Netflix too. You gotta Saturdays. you gotta wonder what kind of numbers Netflix has because if they're like they signed a you know the Crouching Tiger deal or they signed a deal with like five movies for Adam Sandler to work with with them. And as much as people are like, the fuck is this still guy still making movies? He hasn't made a good one in like forever. You gotta wonder then that well, Netflix sees a, an audience for it, so Netflix must have whatever Adam, Adam Sandler movies they have. Must be getting watched like a bitch because yeah. they're like, there's a market for this. Yeah. All right, I'm Sandler. Here's X number of millions of dollars. Yeah. I guess some more content. So how many movies does he have with them? I think he's making like four, like five or six or something. He's making yeah, I thought I thought them. I saw six. Yeah, five or Adam six. Sandler. Well, there's one of them is called The Ridiculous Six, so maybe that's also what we're thinking too. I don't know, but it's several movies like that are going to be released directly to Netflix. So I guess. They you know. they're throwing out original stuff left and right. Oh Netflix. yeah, for sure. They are making tons of money off this. It's insane. So I'm I mean good for Netflix. I yeah. I love Netflix. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Me too. You don't even need cable TV hardly anymore. I don't have cable TV. Yeah. Oh, I'm still waiting for them to put out Gotham season one, which they're supposed to do soon, and then supposedly they have a deal with Fox to when season two episodes air on TV to then put them on Netflix like the right next away. day or the next week or That'd whatever. Be really cool. Because I you know. I write for I write about Gotham a lot of times for Screen Rant and and you know I'm a Batman fan obviously in general so that's I'm looking forward to go getting ca- caught up on what I missed of the season which is most of it so but anyway so yeah we'll put links in the show notes for stuff and um, yeah anything else any close parting words no, no that sounds pretty good what, do you have anything what was that one thing you said that one time Gouda was Gouda's delicious do you have any other weird Gouda's clothing? delicious no nothing this time no, I have nothing all right <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed the show we'll catch you next time. Gouda's delicious. <laughs> it's no, still, just kidding. It's still, it's still, it's still delicious. <laughs> smoked Gouda is really good. Ooh, remix in it. Smo- have you ever tried smoked? Oh yeah, yeah It's yeah. like yeah, kind of yellow with like a like a brown exterior. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so good. I feel like that's the most popular so, kind. I see. Honestly. Yeah. It's so it's so it has like a you know like a smoky. I love Gouda. She's Kai is not all about it, but. Uh, whenever you know I've gone somewhere and they have like Cuban toast, I'll go. Can I get that yeah. with Gouda? Do you? Do like, you? <laughs> sometimes I sometimes I go to the 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 grocery store and they're cutting up fresh fruit. And I'm like, and give I'm me like, some of that. Can you can you can you melt some Gouda on that? Can you hook me up. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can cut. You want do you want some soda? Oh, can you just like put some put Gouda in it? That's weird. This is Gouda. I don't know about that. Now you're taking just Gouda. Too far, man. You go to Starbucks, far. like, oh, what? like instead of fr- instead of whipped cream, just put just put a piece of gouda on top. Just, just slice some cheese and throw it on top. It's fine. It's fine. That's fine. It's, just L- put, like just French put onion soup, just melt it over the top. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your what's your least favorite cheeses? Least favorite cheeses. For a second, for a, for I knew we were talking about cheese. For a second, for a second, it sounded like what's your least favorite Jesus. I was like, I don't know. All the Jesuses are fine. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not huge on Swiss, but I know most people aren't huge on Swiss. Um, I'll eat it, but it's not like if you give me a choice of anything other than Swiss, I'll probably choose anything. Swiss- unless unless it's American cheese. Fuck that shit. Swiss is like a complimentary cheese. It's like here, we have this overstock. Nobody wants it. No, no, no. Swiss is like one of those things that sing, you know, singularly all by itself uh-huh sucks you pair it up with something 
it tastes decent. Uh, uh, decent. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. So it's a complimentary che- uh, cheese. It compliments stuff. Okay. Like it says nice things about like you. red like, wine you look with today. Thank like you. red wine with the with the with a nice fillet. Right. You know, like red wine by itself, man, it may not taste the best. I Have like it with a fillet, tastes really good. Yeah. You know, it's like one of those things. You All put right. you put Swiss in a Reuben, uh, not too bad. Corned beef. Yeah, no, it's not fine. Bad. It's fine, yeah. but it's like if I have an option, if it's like, oh, what kind of cheese would you like on your burger? I'm like, what kind of cheese do you have? And they're like, provolone, cheddar, pepper jack, Swiss, America, you know, mozzarella, blah, blah. I will be like, eh, all of them other than Swiss. You know what I heard? But I hate American cheese is my point. You know what American I heard on, uh, Fuck that shit. on burgers? Yeah. Brie. I've, I've had a burger. That, I've had burger. I had Brie? I, think before. I hate Brie. Brie's awesome. Sucks. Oh, oh my god. You, oh, you have... what? What's going on with your Get taste? out of here. Eat some Brie and watch Inside Out. What's, I don't understand What's going on you. with your taste buds right now? I like, I but like everything. But with burgers, I hear that Brie compliments So we need well. to have... Next time we need to... Before we do I'm a podcast... I'm not having Brie. We should have a Brie burger. No, we're having Gouda if we're going to... You know what oh, we need Brie to go? Burger, we need to go maybe. to that burger that... We need if to go to that one burger, up in, cheese, that one burger place up in Lutz that we went with Justin that one time. What? Like, uh, oh, the, the, that was I the don't ch- even remember. I don't remember the name of it, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was good shit. I need that. All right, this concludes this, yeah. this week's podcast. Welcome. This is the, this is the ends this episode of the Cheese, Cheese Appreciation Club podcast. All right. Roll credits. <laughs> Roll credits. Hey, that's my line. This has been a production of CrookedTable.com. All rights reserved. F-Z-R-O-O-K-E-D. <laughs> <laughs>